0: Oh, you, you'll wing it. You'll wing it.
1: I should have come up with lyrics for the, the theme song.
0: Thank Rob Halford.
1: I'm your terrible mother. Oh.
2: <laughs> All right. All there right. We go. Here it is. Ready, what? Dane? Ready. Here we Ready. go. Ready.
0: Yes, ready.
2: Hello.
3: Three, ready, two. Are you guys ready?
2: He's trying to figure out the sound machine. Thank you so much. Don't, don't forget to leave a review on Google. Thank you.
1: You know, I read the reviews on Google, and I don't know how. I think they're talking about the wrong show. They're sparkling. <laughs> they're, like, they're like Johnny Bean TV has the most funny, entertaining hosts. They brighten my day. They, I'm thinking that you've put the wrong review, and then I keep reading more and more and more, and people keep putting these good reviews up. Do they watch the freaking show? It's like bang energy drink. Do they actually watch the show and see see the, the, the crap we pull with them? Do they actually watch the show? I don't think anyone's actually watching the actual show. Do the people at Bang Energy actually
0: talk to the doctors that are in the emergency rooms treating these patients after they've drank that stuff?
1: What what are you talking about? Why why are you killing why are you killing bang energy drink? What are you talking about? Stuff, del- stuff's delicious. Delicious, bang and today's flavor: blue and yellow lemoncello, in support of Ukraine. Yeah, baby, blue and yellow lemoncello. Thank you, Bang Energy Drink.
2: Thank That's you, Bang.
1: Lemoncello. Blue and yellow lemoncello. Johnny Bean TV, talking Ooh. guitars, '80s man alive. Do 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 Yeah. Yes, yes. And we are live, by the way. Live as can be, boys and girls. Live and
0: unfiltered.
1: No so this is like SNL. No seven second delay. If we Mm -hmm. accidentally say no talent gets on the air.
2: (laughs) Man, what is today though? April twelfth, twenty twenty two, eight eleven PM Eastern, five eleven Pacific out here in Santa Cruz, California. Hello. Pissific.
0: It's yes. income tax time, everybody.
1: Uh. Aye, aye, aye. Oh, boy. They, they're, they're, uh, they, they never give me a refund, and yet I, I always <laughs> want to pay them, even though I make like next to no money in my life. I don't know how <laughs> that works. Man. Yeah, Keith Uh, Campbell brings up a good point. He's like, hey, John, did you get your your pink beanie back yet from Justin Bieber? Let me tell you something. I got news for you. I was watching American Idol. I'm watching American Idol with Mama Kuda. And um, there is another guy that's stealing my pink beanie look this week on American Idol. We'll we'll talk about it a little while. Let's get through the credits. Let's let's introduce everything let's let's promote things let's talk about stuff let's wait for more people to pour into the chat let's yes. do this Johnny let's thank think, our man? let's let's thank uh, 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 the great Dane Zimmerman of Zims guitars for being here today I just want to thank you guys for letting me participate in this.
3: Yeah, Tuesday no, night
1: event you. that you've got going on here. We love you, brother. We love you. And then, of course, the great Johnny Bean at the production helm.
2: Thank you so much.
1: He's really, like, up close tonight, Joe. He's, like, yeah, right a little different. the different. <laughs> yeah, Johnny's, like, right <laughs> in the face of the viewer today. You can almost t t, t- taste him! And Slightly different camera here. angle going no on. No one cares. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Leander Paul is sick today. We want to wish him a, a well wishes. He went uh, last week was a biker week out in Arizona and uh, he was hosting a bunch of uh, live events and somewhere along the line, he got something. So we, we don't, there a, we don't want to speculate I am, what.
0: I imagine there was a lot of handshaking going on where he handshaking to tongue,
1: tongue swapping spit penile implants going into vaginal openings uh, things like that and, you know but uh yeah no paulie's sick and, and he's he's bedridden right now so we want to wish him well because oh, no. paulie's my buddy and my yeah. partner we love him so let's yeah. all give uh well wishes to paulie and mama has got a yes. tummy ache today today mama Cuda, she's uh, watching no. from her bed she's got a tummy ache today of course the day started with uh you know, I might be having a heart attack. I'm like, yo, yo, know, what? Mom, wait, uh, let's, let's hold on. I'll call 911. Well, I'm reading on it right now. I said, what are you talking about? Well, I've got it. I've got a tummy ache. And that is a sign, one of the symptoms of a heart attack. So she's sitting there reading, she's reading the, the online and she, she's, she's like, it says upset stomach is one of the symptoms of a heart attack. I don't know. Do you have any chest pain? Well, no. Do you have any of the other symptoms? Really? No. Uh, my, my shoulder's sore, but, you know, but uh, it's been sore all week. Yeah, well, you're not having a, a week-long heart attack, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that was from when she was lifting weights. Mama Kuda does little weight lifts, you know, for exercise. But, you know, she's she's reading up on the possibility. All day this was going on. You know, it says right here, stomach ache could be the possibility that you're having a heart attack. I said it could also be the possibility the fish you ate last night isn't very good. Well, there's that, but it could be a heart attack. I'm just saying, don't stress me out, John. This could be the onset of, God forbid, a heart attack that you're causing me. So there you go. So <laughs> let's let's wish Mama Kuda, who's not having a heart attack, thank God, uh, well wishes on her tummy ache. And uh, she's watching right now. So love you, Mom. Yeah.
2: Hope you feel better soon.
1: There you go. You know, it's nothing a little bit of Colonel's Gourmet Popcorn in uh, cheddar cheese flavor wouldn't cure. Delicious Colonel's oh. Gourmet Popcorn and more. You know, they have nuts and chocolate-covered cashews, all sorts of candy and sugar-free candy, all sorts of treats. And did you know that when you mentioned Johnny Bean or Jay Hannon, they give you more product? I'll bet that would cheer me up. Some big bags of more product, Colonel's Delicious Gourmet Popcorn and more. I'm just saying, God forbid I have a heart attack and I'm having not any more Colonel's Gourmet Popcorn for the rest of my life. That's the last thing I want to see by my bedside is my child and a big box of Colonel's Delicious Gourmet Cheese Popcorn. (laughs) I'm just saying in case you want to get me some, John. There you go. Mm. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. Thank you, Colonels. Thank you. We love <laughs> you, Colonels. We do, and we love Mama Kuda. There you <laughs> go. Right now Paul's like, hey, hey, hey. I don't feel good. I would love some delicious Colonel's gourmet popcorn. What Anyway, let's uh let's uh let's uh welcome our executive producers, the big bosses, also watching right now, uh, like Dave Ennis, Final Freak 5150, Mike Neese, Music Therapy Laz, Majestic PB, and J, Cat, Wayno, False Flag, Sherman Callahan, Andy Carson. Uh, ADHD sharp Michael B R Habs Warlag the Chad Lawrence Christensen Lenny Lou and my little geriatric sex kitten Mary I hope you guys are feeling well I know you were uh, suffering with the, the 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 virus recently so uh, I know it's been going on for a while so I hope you're feeling better I know you're watching uh, James Gum yes. John Moronic Paul Martin Woods Stephen Franklin Michael the Captain Smith Thomas Santiago, Joe Christian, Jimmy Ray Hawkins, David Allen Wright, and Big Boss Steve Carmichael.
2: Steve Carmichael, and hey, Steve that's a Carmichael. That's the top tier channel membership here on Drumming TV. And extra special, uh, I was going to say thank yous. Um, well wishes to Dave Ennis. Dave Ennis, uh, I was doing the string uh, change hey show. Well. Wow. I, I was doing. I was playing the guitar the the other night, live, live, and I Dave Venice.
1: Do it live.
2: Dave Venice actually was in the chat, and and he was actually saying that he slipped on some ice and broke his back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he, he, it's not good. Why are you laughing? It's not good. <laughs> so,
1: Dave Venice. Stop laughing! Sorry, dude. <laughs> Is there video? No, you that? know, you know why? You know why I'm laughing? Because literally, you know, I, I watch TV with Mama Kuda, and through the day there are these lawyer commercials. Injured, slip and fall, accident. It's not your fault, and you deserve a cash outpay. That's the lawyer right there. That scumbag. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a maternity. (laughs) Mess, squire. Yeah, no, and these these slimy attorneys come on the phone, all polished in suits. Are you injured? I believe you are. Slip and fall on your neighbor's walk that should have been repaved years ago. Ice that they should have shoveled. Salt that's slippery and stuff. Sand on the walkway that they should have swept up. Grass that's overgrown. Weeds they should have clipped. Uneven pavement that they should have called the town for. You deserve a cash payment for your injury, your pain and suffering, your time out of work let the law offices of bind them bend them and bang them serve you in your accident the lawsuit will be right behind your ambulance just wave at us and I don't understand there's so many of them we got three million dollars for uh for uh Michael here and Michael uh slipped and fell down a manhole I slipped and fell down a manhole but bind them bend them and bang them got me a cash award of $3.7 million. I got paid. I mean, these people do these homemade commercials, and it's really funny, and they, they hire people that are clearly reading cue cards and have no idea.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: I got the lawyer's settlement from my landlord for lead paint poisoning, and I... Deserved it because my child died. It's like, what? It's like you're reading that. Like, there was no emotion in there. There was no emotion. When I lost my arm, (laughs) oh, wait, what? (laughs) When I lost my arm in a terrible car crash, bind them, bend them, and bang them, saved my floppy stump, and I got $70 million. Thank you, Bondum, Bendum, and Bangum. Thumbs up. Oh, a thumbs up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, those commercials are terrible.
1: Yeah, no, I, and, and we're watching them all day. The slimiest looking lawyers you could ever see. Can we see that lawyer again? The, look at that slime ball. That's him. Good God. Here's a couple I mean, of them. But it's so, it's so funny. It's like, it's like, you know you could slip you could slip and fall in a store in a store that has uh, wood flooring coming up that has stoneways they should I mean they're suggesting everything in the book that you could sue for rainfall hit you in the head up uh, you should be covered I, I mean you name it car car malfunction you can sue and get a cash award that you're deserving woodpecker damage you should sue you know I mean there's Mama Kudin in what was the Wonderbug. And uh, after that horrible car crash, she sued and got $37 million that I don't tell my son I have. That's right, $37 million. <laughs> Thank you, Bindem, Bendem, and Bangem, for my injury and pain and suffering. Ah. Uh, Like my tummy ache. I'm probably going to sue the restaurant. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. I was sitting outside Hobby Lobby
2: in my car yesterday, and the wind blew a cart right into my car. That sounds like an injury. So I'm thinking about it. Are you working,
1: Mr. Bean? Of course not. Ah, lost (laughs) wages and time. And I'm sure, are you comfortable right now? Not at all. (laughs) Ah, pain and suffering. (laughs) Of course. You're entitled to compensation, Mr. Bean. That shopping cart clearly uh, incapacitated you. Do you you have, say, how should I put this, a floppy penis in bed? Are you incapacitated sexually? I will be. Are you erectile dysfunctionally because of the trauma from your injury is what I'm saying, Mr. Bean. (laughs) Uh, sure. Yeah, there you go. And of course, you wanted to have kids recently, right, Mr. Bean? Every day. Ah, now you're devoid of children. Your your wife's barren like a field of Easter eggs, freshly plucked from a, a bunch of children on Easter Day. No eggs left, all rotting, whatever's found, and nobody to pluck them now. Now you've got... Pain and suffering, and you got no kids, and your life is ruined and destroyed. Your future's gone. Your wife's gonna leave you for your floppy schmeckle, and your, your pain and suffering, and you are injured and entitled to compensation, Mr. Bean.
0: Starting to sound like
1: Gilbert Godfrey is your uh, lawyer. No, Gilbert Godfrey is different, rest in peace. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried was something like this. Gilbert would say, Oh, Johnny Bean, are you injured? is your penis chopped off and caught between a train and a train track <laughs> did it go chugga 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 over your rod over there what your is. wife used to sit on and bounce up and down pleasurably enjoying your cock but now it's nothing <laughs> but penile pudding now Johnny you could suit the train company that's, that's Gilbert Godfrey no,
0: honestly whoever's owns that shopping cart, they should have had their attendants out there and putting them back in and, and putting them away and bringing them back up exactly, into the store. No, Dane. Exactly, Exactly. There
1: is wine all over the parking lot. See, Dane, that's what we call negligence. See, if they would have hired a minimum wage worker to collect those carts, our client, Mr. Bean here, would not be injured and pain and suffering and entitled to large cash compensation. See, see, look he, at that. He, look at the damage.
0: Have you sent that to a lawyer?
1: Oh, my goodness, there's damage to your vehicle as well. <laughs> yeah, it ran into my car. It That's blew up, blew more compensation. It. You know how much cars cost these days. Oh, my gosh, Mr. Bean, you are entitled to so much compensation. You better go Lamborghini shopping now. <laughs> And remember, <laughs> we get nothing if you get nothing. We get 35%, of course, if you collect. But we get nothing if you get nothing. <laughs> We're on your side. <laughs> yeah, so I was enjoying those, oh um, those lawyer commercials today with Mama Kuda. And, and they really, really look greasy and slimy. Can we see that guy again? <laughs> this greasy guy? Maternity mess squire yep david crosby mess squire (laughs) mistake yeah uh let's say hi to our beloved audience who we treasure and don't take for granted let's say hi right now to alice martinez joe hervey james g robert ranford the delicious lindy lynch and yes i know gilbert died today we'll be talking about him uh, Keith Campbell, Hit Metalworks, Joe Hervey84, Nightbot in the house, Hellstorm, Bozik, uh, Megatod707, Robert Ranford, Mamakudo, Leo Safko, Craven Soda, Tim Thomas, Rock Daddy, Thomas Santiago, Janice, la, 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 and my girl, Sandra Bacorny. Ah, Bacorny, ah, Bacorny, ah, Bacorny. You're entitled to compensation. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Cantra 55, Joe Hervey 84, my Jew homie, Warlag, one of the big bosses in the house. Uh, Craven Soda Mike Nice, uh, Rico B, Rico, wah, wah. Suave. You know, Rico uh, B. Let's see, we do, Rico we know B. everybody here. These are the regulars, my man Symmetry kicking right along. Uh, Cantra 55. Um, just scrolling through. Everyone else piling in. Um, Christopher Live Sawa, Kurt 5150. Hey, man. Uh, let's see. My girl Erica and her lovely wife Sophie. My buddy Mike Mers. Shout out to my house sitter Carlos. Uh, hello, 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 everybody, Tim Thomas, and everyone else. Hal Face, I see everyone. They're flooding <laughs> in. I can't even read that fast.
2: Carlos Venus in the house. Sure <laughs> in the
0: house. You're still out there,
1: huh? Uh, Murph, Carlos is watching
0: just to make sure you're still out in New York. Who was who's watching? Yeah, Carl, Carlos is watching.
1: Us. He's like, please, please, please. Yes, yes, yes. He's in New York. All right. The party's on. The party's on. Call the caterers. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Tommy Lee's coming over.
1: And the bed is working for the weekend.
2: <laughs> yeah. Party tonight. Oh, yeah. By the way, we're live on Facebook.
1: We are live on Facebook. We're actually He's live over everywhere. over there.
2: We're live all over the place.
1: Who else we got over there? Robert Ratzler. Black Salami. Thank you, Black Salami.
2: We got Facebook user. Zeke. We got uh, Facebook user...
1: Here's another one of our <laughs> satisfied clients. Mr. Bo Zeke witnessed an accident. As a result, he had diarrhea, gonorrhea, athlete's foot, tough-acted tenacity, in. the law offices of John Mancudistine got him compensation for $18.2 million settlement minus lawyer fee. And, oh, my gosh, is he happy now. Every poopy he takes is like farting money.
0: I have a feeling if Johnny did win a big lawsuit like that, it would probably be the end of talking guitars and 80s metal.
1: No, I think it would be the same quality of show that we'd have right now is what I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think Johnny would have the most exclusive (laughs) Twitch setup. He'd have like a real... You know, uh, a real type of car for Grand Theft Auto, you know, like a, a full simulator setup like they do for the military for jet fighters. He'd have an Oculus. We were talking have, about you know, those the other night on gloves. Twitch. You know, uh, he'd, he'd have everything set up like millions of dollars of setup for Twitch, but this would still be the same <laughs> shithole show that you watch every Tuesday. You mean like this? <laughs> there it is. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> What's really funny is that room you see up at Johnny's, that's the studio. The rest of the house is all white marble. There's a <laughs> fountain running through the living room. It's beautiful. Ned is on a big satin pillow. its I mean, Johnny lives in a huge mansion. He's got his
0: green screen set up. Oh, there he is.
1: Yeah. You guys can't even <laughs> see him. Johnny wants Johnny wants to just live humbly in the in the eyes of the internet. You didn't even notice, he that room, He's broadcasting I... from the backyard shed. Once you get into the main house, it's like, uh, Mr. Bean, uh, would you be taking the elevator to your bedroom? Uh, yes, Jeeves, thank you. And still not paying any of your staff? Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, very good, sir, very good. What are you paying hiding? Bang, energy drink, sir. Uh, yes, will you be Jeeves. taking
2: the elevator to the elevator today?
0: What are yeah. you hiding behind the green screen today?
1: <laughs> yeah, Johnny's got like a, a wall of 59 Les Pauls. Uh, um, he's got more celebrity are. guitars That's than guitar? i do there they are right there
2: uh no no it's just a lot of activity going on behind the scenes here so it's best construction a he's little, having
1: the indoor pool reupholstered a little yeah a little messy thing going yeah. on scene. he's got a button tuft indoor pool you've never seen anything <laughs> like it it's like pure 70s like playboy mansion it is actually oh, oh we have there. a call <laughs> There's the call. Let's see who that is. That's probably for us, Dane. You're on the air. No. (laughs) Get his credit card info, Dane. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Johnny Bean grotto in the next room.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Johnny knocked. Huh?
1: Oh, man. Johnny knocked over a guitar setter. (laughs) Nice. Anyway, welcome tonight.
2: Yes. And I'll be right back, too.
1: Yeah. So no, you no Dane. All right. We'll talk about Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, As you know, today, I put it on my Facebook a couple hours ago. A few of those of you that follow me on social media, which should be all of you. No. uh, Go to Jonathan Mancuda on Facebook and you will see, unfortunately, A link to the story that's all over the news right now. Uh, A few hours ago, Gilbert Gottfried, the great comedian, Gilbert Gottfried passed away. Uh, He was sixty-seven years old. Very unique. This this is this is a terrible year for comics. We lost Bob Saget. Uh, We lost um, uh, um, Gilbert Gottfried. We lost. um, We almost uh, lost
0: Chris Rock. I mean, he got the
1: shit. Yeah, well, him. he got yeah. He he almost got a concussion to uh, this time, but uh, but we did lose um what we lose Louis Anderson, and we lost um yeah we lo- we lost Louis Anderson. I mean, this is this is a year taking all of our all of our good comics, uh, which is why I'll live forever, and um, <laughs> yeah, of course Betty White, of course. Uh, But, yeah, I I mean, this is this is really Mm -hmm. terrible. Um, I've I've never met Gilbert, but we we have mutual friends, of course. I mean, I've done stand up comedy and, you know, obviously people I've done comedy with have done comedy with him and whatever. But I I know a lot of people that knew him and uh, I always admired him. I always respected him because, again, a lot like me, he works very or he worked very, very blue, very, very dirty humor. Um, Which, look, I've said this before. I'm very big on comedy basically having very few boundaries and comedy being a real representative of freedom of speech. Um, You know, and and Gilbert like rode that wave to the fullest. Uh, If you ever want to see... What a nice looks boy. just like me. He looks just like me as a kid. <laughs> uh, geez, that, is that my future? Uh, no, look, Gil- Gilbert. Gilbert always worked very, very dirty. And I love that. And again, like me, Jewish and leaned on the Jewish joke crutch a lot because that's what we do. If you're black, you make a lot more black jokes. If you're Jewish, you make a lot more Jewish jokes. Asian, you make more Asian jokes. Um, you know, this is this is where it's OK is when you're Jewish, you can really, really let it rip. And Gilbert absolutely did. I love to do it, too. So I, I totally really admired him. And um, again, you know, he took it to the, the the worst level of dirty. And I love that. I love that. Um, he was the Affleck duck, Megatod 707. Oh, the Pam Af-
0: Anderson roast. Well, hold hilarious. on, hold on. The, the, he,
1: he did a lot of roasting, but he Megatod77 brought up, wasn't he the Affleck duck voice? And he was for a while, but because of his brand of dirty humor and a few things he said, Affleck decided to take that job away from him and get a sound-alike. Um, which is where I get my extra check. Um <laughs> Pamela ah flack. <laughs> Ah flack. Ah flack. Yeah. Um. No. Look. He. They, you know. So they they have someone play someone else playing that role now that he did play. But again, he was the parrot in Aladdin, if you remember that, which is a Disney film. So Disney was okay with you know he you know he went from you know doing dirty comedy to doing clean stuff like you know a Disney film. Same with mm-hmm. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. You don't imagine. As a dirty comic, you think Bob Saget, the the family friendly guy, you know, always oh, on Full House. He's the dad. He's doing the Olsen Twins. You know, not doing the Olsen. Wait a twins, minute. You, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Maybe nowadays, but um, no, you know, you, you associate him with Full House. But if you saw his stand up comedy, he's talking about you know ass rapes and all sorts of things like that. Gilbert Gottfried, same way. Gilbert was a, a regular at all the roasts: the Pam Anderson roast, the Roseanne Barr roast, mm-hmm. the uh David Hasselhoff dead. roast. Just just genius, genius stuff, you know, and and taking it to the level that a roast should be, which is really no holds barred. Um, you know, no, no, nothing, nothing's off the table at a roast. You, it shouldn't be. And Gilbert lived that. Perfectly, yes. Keith Campbell, he was indeed Mister Mixaplick in the Superman animated series as well. Um, just, just you know, a great actor and a really terrific comic. And you know, just listening to his version of what is known among comics as the consistent dirtiest joke ever: the Aristocrats. His version was just terrific. He did a nine-minute nine, nine minute version of the aristoc- Aristocrats joke. And for those of you not familiar with what the Aristocrats joke is, uh, anyone who's done stand-up comedy has done a version of the Aristocrats. I've done it. Uh, everyone who's done stand-up comedy has done it. And, and basically what it is, it's an open-ended joke that you fill in most of with your own material. And the premise is... So a family walks into a talent agency. Talent agents at the desk says, what do you got? Oh, we have a nice family-friendly act. All right. What do you guys do? And then you start with doing whatever you do with the mother, father, son, daughter, the dog, whatever setup you have, You know, the aunt, the cousin, whatever – And you basically go in and you you tell your own version of what their act is. And usually the act is a crazy, dirty, nutty thing like, you know, um, you know, Gilbert's version was something to the effect of, so the family walks in to the talent agent, and it's a father and mother and a, a young daughter and a son, and uh, and there's a dog, and they say, we've got a wonderful act. And the talent agent goes, uh, okay, let's see what you got. And so the father starts pulls down his pants, starts jerking off on the sun's face. He then starts taking his big, mighty fist, and he's got like a sailor's arm, like he's uh, like he's eating his spinach Popeye with a, a battleship tattoo on it, and he's taking his giant, ham-sized fist, and he starts fisting his daughter's ass his little seven year old daughter who proceeds to moan while blowing her brother and while she's blowing her brother the the brother takes a shit and pounds it down his mother's pussy. He's shoving it in his mother's pussy which is filled with all kinds of maggots and stuff and what he's doing is he he decides to stick his fingers in his mother's eye and pull out her glass eye and then and the daughter starts licking the inside of the mother's skull where the glass eye is, and lubes it up for her husband's cock. And he takes the cock, and he's pounding her skull where her glass eye was. And he he takes off the son's wooden leg and starts. Fucking the wife's ass with it. And then uh, he goes, he sees a mouse hole. He reaches in, grabs a rat out of the mouse hole, bites the rat's head off, starts fingering the mouse's head, the rat's head, where, where his neck used to be. And it's all blood shooting everywhere and sperm shooting everywhere. And this went on for nine minutes. And then once this was going on, he goes, and there you have it. And the talent danger goes, huh, that's not bad. What do you guys call yourselves? The aristocrats. And that's the joke. So it's basically framed with the family walking and with a family-friendly act. And the comedian takes it from there and basically fills in whatever he wants of the joke. You know, I, I, everything from, you know, the, the mother starts jerking off the son on a donut and wiping it on her face and pounding it up <laughs> her son's seven-year-old ass Other customers in their he den. takes the stapler <laughs> off of the, the talent agent's desk and starts stapling his nuts to the desk and stretching it around and shooting ping-pong balls off of there. you know, shit like that, and... You basically fill in the gap, and then you you frame it with the closing frame of the you know talent agent, you know, well, what do you call yourselves? The aristocrats, you know, and, and there it is. That's the aristocrats joke that's so prevalent in um in stand-up comedy. And basically, Gilbert did such a great version of it. And again, it's all improv. It's all improv. There's no way you can, mm-hmm. you know, you know, set up exactly what you're going to do in that act. Um, it, it's basically, oh, yeah, I, I'm a pseudonym. There's no monetization on Tuesday nights. We rely on you guys for uh, for throwing us bucks. Believe me, There's, YouTube ain't helping us. That in sponsorship. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, um, but that's basically it. Gilbert's version is one of the most well-known classic versions of the aristocrats jokes. And you can, you could uh, you know, you could take, uh, you know, you could take a look on YouTube, not right now, but later on and, uh, and, and play it. And, and Gilbert did that for nine minutes and it was just a great version of it. And, um, you know, God bless him. I mean, that that's that's talent. That's, you know, when you can work that sort of dirty language for a long time, um, you know, that that's that's a natural talent. It's not you're not rehearsing a knock knock joke. You know, you're you're basically coming up with something on the fly and Mm -hmm. making it as gory and dirty as possible. That is known as the dirtiest joke in comedy is the aristocrats joke and um yeah there there was uh, who said it uh robert ranford there is a documentary done on the joke itself and how everyone does their own version of it and, uh, you know, like I said, Gilbert, Gilbert's is, is classic, but Gilbert's whole stand up act was always very, very dirty and very fun. And, you know, that's really what you knew you were getting into. You knew you're going to Gilbert Godfrey. This is not going to be a family friendly show. It's like when you go on Tuesday nights and you come here, you better, you know, you better hold on to your hats, kids. This is not, hi, Allie. This is not a family friendly show. Um I mean it's a you know it depends on your family. I mean look if you're if you're in uh, you know uh, Alabama and you you know that your 14-year-old cousin gives great blowjobs, yes this is your type of family friendly show absolutely oh my gosh yeah absolutely um but you know you knew going in that Gilbert Gottfried was not a family friendly act um, he was an adult act and just hilarious and yet here's the same talent that put it all out there in the Aladdin movie as the parrot as the wise cracking parrot yeah. of Aladdin's and um
2: and John's not kidding look it up they talk about that joke and it's exactly what he was talking about it's insanity yeah can you yes, remember when
0: they roasted <laughs> Pamela Anderson the joke that really got her upset something about Something about being on the beach, she's running on the beach, and then something her vagina.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So Pamela Anderson's running on the beach, and (laughs) she comes on a magic lamp. (laughs) She comes on a magic lamp. I'm sorry. (laughs) She was probably fucking it. And she comes upon a magic lamp. So she rubs the magic lamp and a genie comes out and he says, oh, you freed me. I'm a genie. I'm granting you one wish. So Pamela says, oh, you know, I'd love to make VIP the hit on TV that it really should have been. And the genie goes, no, no, uh, even with all my power, I can't do something that crazy. You got to choose another wish. So, Pamela says, "Well, all right. Uh, can you make my vagina tight again?" And the genie goes, "Huh? Let me take another look at that VIP TV show." <laughs> Yeah. And then and then he continued it with he continued it with David Hasselhoff. And he goes, so David (laughs) Hasselhoff's running shirtless on the beach. And since then, I haven't been able to open my eyes because I can't look at anything again. And David Hasselhoff's (laughs) running on the beach and he comes across a lamp. And he rubs the lamp, and a genie comes out, and he says, oh, you freed me from the lamp. I'm going to give you one wish. And the genie goes, you pick a wish, and it'll come true. And Hasselhoff goes, I want you to make Baywatch nights the hit on TV that it should have been. And he goes, ah, you know, even with all my power, I can't make that turn a hit. So he goes, Pick another wish. So he goes, Can you make Pamela Anderson's vagina tight again? And the genie goes, how about you pick something else? So he says, make me a good singer. So there he goes, suddenly you're a good singer, David Hasselhoff. And David Hasselhoff goes off and sings. And the genie goes, What a schmuck! This guy thinks he's a good singer. I just pulled the greatest joke ever on this fucking idiot, and he's going around Germany singing, thinking he's good. I can't grant any of that shit. Something to that effect. (laughs) So there you go.
2: You ever go running on the beach?
1: Uh, Yeah, bottomless. Bottomless. Basically, you hear this. That's me running. That's my cock slapping my stomach. I wind up with a, I wind up with a red, with a red oblong mark on my stomach every time I go running. And my mother's like, "What happened there?" I don't know. I burned myself. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Gilbert Godfried. Uh, rest in peace. He was, he was such a good comic. And, you know, from what I hear, very nice, uh, quiet guy in person, you know, I mean, unless, you know, unless he got him going. Um, but you know, good hearted guy and like, like a lot of other comics, he didn't do it to hurt anyone. He did it because he entertained people. And, um, you know that that's that's really what it's all about. You know, I mean, comics. Mm. You know, we we do this shit because we like seeing people laugh. And Gilbert was uh, one of the greatest comics to ever live, and uh, a very distinct voice, a voiceover that you knew the second you heard him. There's no mistaking Gilbert Gottfried. And uh, look, uh, Gilbert, rest in peace. We will miss you, and uh, thank you for all the laughs. I admired you greatly, and I will try to carry on your legacy of horrifying people with dirty humor as best uh, we can here on the show so thank you gilbert gottfried rest in peace i see mancuda running across the beach and he's got his little willy dangling there's no slapping nothing that's people throwing fish at him to leave (laughs)
2: yeah
1: Yeah Gilbert was great on Howard Stern, absolutely.
2: Yeah that, that's where I mainly I mainly saw him was on that. I never saw any of those movies that he was in, but mainly it was that. Yeah, I, and those commercials.
1: And uh, oh and MTV.
2: Like, he was on MTV in the 80s. I remember that.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think he did like some promos and some commercials and mm-hmm. stuff if I remember.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true. And uh, of course, uh, let's see, I, I upset Mama Kuda today in a very interesting way because um, I was watching American Idol and uh, we, we were, you know, I, I, I said last week, I don't usually watch American Idol. Mama Kuda does. I decided to sit down with her and watch it the this season. And uh, so we're watching it. And one of the singers, really, really terrific voice. Um, is a very heavy set girl. And she wore these black leather pants the other day. And I was just blown away by it. I was like, wow, that that is, that is a big girl. That is a big girl in black leather pants. And I realized, I looked at her, she turned around, I saw these two big ass cheeks there in black leather pants. And I looked at what I was sitting on. And I'm sitting on the black leather couch, and and I see you know the cushions, you know the the two big cushions look like this girl's ass in those pants. And I'm looking, I say, hey, Ma, look, I'm I'm sitting on that girl's ass, and she's like, Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, you, know, you shouldn't make fun of that, John. That's so terrible. I said, You know what? I'm actually in in fact right now and I, I shoved my fist between the cushions. I said, right now I'm fisting that girl's ass. Look, mom. Oh no, stop, stop doing that. You're gonna break the couch. Stop. What are you doing? That's terrible. Stop that. Stop, John. Stop. You gotta break the couch. And then I saw and, and I kind of feed into when mom starts getting riled up. So I, I decided to to basically start fucking the couch and pounding between those two cushions. And I'm rocking. In the couch, and the whole things, whole things oh rocking, gosh. and and she's losing her shit. What are you do you doing? Stop! Stop! You're gonna ruin the. You're ruining. You're breaking the cat. What is wrong with you? And and so now I ask everyone in the audience, please give suggestions to Mama Kuda who is watching. What do you think is wrong with me specifically? Because I I, <laughs> I I didn't know how to answer that, so I figured I turn it to the chat and uh, and let you guys answer. Maybe you guys. Have some idea, so put in the chat what you think is wrong with me, so I could relate it to Mamakuda. Um, but uh, very, very shocking event at American Idol, and again, like I said, not really the rock genre, but I'm going to talk about it anyway because I mentioned uh, last week that you know one of one of the guys, or I mentioned earlier today one of the guys on American Idol also. Did a Justin Bieber, and and look at this. He stole my fucking pink beanie look. Look at this. Hold on. There he is, and he stole my pink beanie. Literally, he's wearing a pink beanie. Another person stealing my look. Let's see. It's hard to see. There you go. What's his name? There it is. Do you know his name? Uh, I'll I'll tell you in a second. Great singer. Terrific singer. Sir Blake. Sir Blake. So if you watch American Idol, you saw Sir Blake come out in a pink beanie the other day. And I was like, another guy? Another guy stealing my pink beanie? Signature look? What next? My pink scarf? My pink sneakers? Is that what you all going to do? So that, that was Sir Blake. And Sir Blake now goes on the wall of fame with Justin Bieber as stealing my pink beanie signature look. (laughs) And, uh... I don't know what to do. You know what to do, Mancuda? The law offices of Bindem Bendham and Bangem are going <laughs> to sue Sir Blake and Justin Bieber for monetary damages, taking your signature look. Clearly, this is how you make a living. You're known. You've worked very hard to create this image of you in a pink beanie. Well, Mr. Mancuda, you're clearly suffering from damages due to their negligence of stealing your copywritten material your signature look, your uh, copyright look, if you would. We can get you a large cash settlement, Mr. Mancuda. Anyone wearing a pink beanie has to pay you a royalty in perpetuity for millions of dollars. Then we get a piece of... So there you go. Sir Blake stole my luck. Also, a uh, very, very interesting thing happened on American Idol. Johnny, look up... Um, Look up the name. I'm going to give you the name. Kennedy, Mm K-E-N-E-D-I. Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N. Kennedy Anderson. So look her up. Bring up a photo of her. Because this was, in my opinion, this was my pick for front runner of American Idol. This is who I felt would absolutely win. This is a pretty blonde girl. She's just turning 18, giggity. And <laughs> she and she's she's absolutely gorgeous. She's like model pretty. Blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, nice figure, whole 9 yards and um she had in my opinion the voice of an angel just the best voice of this entire competition there she is just stunningly pretty and um she could work as a model she could work as a singer that's not even a good photo of her show no. show a better photo right there she no. looks like she looks like charlie brown in that photo with the round head it's kind of weird yeah show show like a, a another photo show click on click on one of the others i don't know click on the one where she's in the yellow top upper left click on that one let's this? see she looked good uh reddit it's kind of weird
2: i don't it's know kinda, just kind of grainy
1: all right let, let's put it this way click on the middle one in yellow how about that Lots No. no 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 not that one no higher up just find a good photo
2: <laughs> well they're all kind of weird
0: click on all of them let's we'll go through and we'll There'll, see which there one you go like best.
1: okay so there there you, well all right that's not even a good photo but uh, all right it'll do for now the girl's stunningly pretty she's just flawless she has a perfect body uh, she's just become an adult and now she has the voice of angel and she is leading the pack of american idol as far as singers like truly Truly a talented beyond words uh, girl. And everyone was saying, you know, she's, she's the best. She's the best. They gave her the platinum ticket, which means you get to skip certain rounds and watch the others compete while you're already a few rounds through. So it's like guaranteeing you a certain spot minimum because you're so good. And they they showed her singing a couple of times and then they showed her last night singing and after the song ryan seacrest comes on her face no just kidding uh he comes on (laughs) and um he comes on and he says um listen uh out of out of personal reasons she has decided to leave the competition Which my jaw hit the floor. I gasped so hard. I I sucked Blue Rhino across the room into my mouth. I was like, (laughs) oh, sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. Literally, it was just a shock that this girl who could win it all and and should be dropped out of the competition for personal reasons. So once the initial shock came past me, Mamakuda and I were talking, and we realized that if you win American Idol, Let's say you win American Idol. You're tied to them for certain obligations. You have to do appearances, you have to do um you have to do a tour. They have an American Idol tour that you do with mm-hmm. other singers and all this other stuff that you're obligated to. If you're I think in the top 10, if you make it to the top 10, you're that. So we came to the conclusion that probably The the big bet is what these personal reasons of dropping out of the competition were that she's so good and so marketable that this girl probably got tons and tons of offers from record companies and or modeling agencies and or advertising agencies, whatever it is, she must have gotten tremendous offers from labels, from talent agencies, from products, whatever it is, and she probably dropped out, and they can't say it on the air because they certainly don't want to encourage that. But I guarantee, if you've been watching American Idol, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and I know it's still one of the top shows out there right now. Uh, ever since they, you know, brought on the new judges of um, of Lionel Richie and um, and um, and Katy Perry, and uh, I forgot the country guy's name, but the, the point is, it, it's a shock. It's all over the news. It's all over the internet. You know, where did this girl go? Why would she drop out? Oh my God, she was certain to win. This is why. This is my my bet and Mama Cuda's bet why this girl dropped out of American Idol, because if she had continued and won, she couldn't go right away to make her own deal. She's obligated to to the producers of American Idol, I believe one is still Simon Cowell, um, and the owners of the show to go under their guidance and record under their labels, which they get a piece of, and they have to, you know, she has to do the live shows with the other Idol contestants and other obligations and whatnot. And I think she probably dropped out because she got offers like nobody's ever gotten. I immediately picked her out as that girl's like in my top two or three to win and almost certainly her totally because she's so pretty and she's so, so good a singer. And when you get offered, Hey, why be under American idols thumb go to, um, you know, go to my agency Here's a recording contract with whatever Warner brothers or whoever's, whoever's the big agencies right now. I'm sure she got inundated with offers. They're getting her before she has the prestige of making an American idol win. And then having to deal with those people that own a piece of her. And she gets to cut her own deal right out of the gate. No other obligations. She got, you know her her exposure out she showed what she had and again this is speculation it's either that or maybe a family member got sick or what but her parents were in the audience so i don't know you know and and i think Ryan Seacrest would have elaborated more if it would have been she got sick or her parents got sick or something like that but when when people are saying online this girl is better than Carrie Underwood. This girl is going to be bigger than than everyone else who has won so far. And you get all these private offers suddenly saying, we're going to make you richer than God and you're going to have no obligations to American Idol. You're going to be able to to plot your own course. You don't have to go through the hoops. And what if, God forbid, you come in second or third or fourth in American Idol? Because people do do that. People have become Kelly Clarkston, won American Idol, and she became a big deal. But you know what? Carrie Underwood didn't win. She, she came in like what? Third, fourth, something like that. She became a big deal anyway. Bigger. But b- yeah, bigger. She but, surpassed her. Yeah. Yeah. But But this is a chance where she doesn't have to take the chance of winning or losing American Idol and then be under their thumb. This was her chance. Again, speculation, capitalism, freedom of the dollar, I believe. Did Carrie Underwood win? I thought Carrie Underwood came in like fourth or something. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Let's put it this way. A lot of American Idol contestants that didn't win became very successful. Very, very successful. Oh, yeah. Daughtry.
0: Um, how did he do? Did he win? Daughtry,
1: Daughtry Daughtry came in fourth. That's who I'm thinking. Oh of. yeah, Daughtry came in fourth. And and what is he now? He's he's the singer of Queen. Is that him or is that no? That's Adam Adam Lambert. Yeah. Yeah, and he was on. Let's there put too, it this way: it? kudos to American Idol for you know bringing us these people and whatnot. But make no mistake, I don't blame this girl one bit if that is what happened. And I'm 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 taking that speculation that that's what happened because. They didn't talk about it on American Idol. They just said, due to personal reasons, she has left the competition, so there is no voting for her. And that's where that's where they left it. And she didn't elaborate mm-hmm. on it either. She made it's this right statement. There. She made this statement on her Twitter. Pull it back a little bit, Johnny. For personal reasons, I'm unable to continue on American Idol. This has been one of the greatest, uh, one of the hardest decisions I've ever have to make but i know it's that? necessary i know it's necessary i'm so grateful to american idol the judges the johnny stop moving it the producers, the, producers the, american, the, the amazing contestants and all the fans who have supported me thank you for giving me such an amazing opportunity to share my voice chase my dreams feel so much joy and happiness doing what i love and make lifelong friends along the way heart and that is on her twitter now i also think that With American Idol, you're contractually obligated to not talk about something like that if something like that happens. Mm -hmm. So I believe that's what's going on here. And we'll see in the future. Just make a note. If you're watching American Idol, I know a lot of you are. um, Just make a note. Make a note of that girl. And I'm pretty sure you're going to see her again in some crazy capacity to the level of like a Carrie Underwood or better. I really think that's what's happened. And make no mistake, I don't blame her. I would have done it too. If someone if someone came up to me and said, "Hey, I saw you on Johnny Bean and that's a that's a terrific show, man. You know, we could get you uh, an HBO special of your own and you just got to leave Johnny Bean." Let me tell you, I you would see an after effect of me vibrating on screen because I had broken the sound barrier and left a hard light image of myself in my place because I had left so fast. You see now, of course that doesn't happen. Basically we get subpoenas from bang energy drink of, of fucking up their reputation. That happens, but we, we don't get that happening. But for this girl, who is slightly prettier than myself or Pauly or Dane or Johnny? Um, well, let's don't go this that girl, far. Sure, this girl, I'm sure, gets plenty of free Gurnall's gourmet popcorn. Um, <laughs> doesn't look like well, sure. it. Yeah, but it
0: doesn't guarantee, <laughs> it, it doesn't guarantee she's going to have a huge career. Oh, no, listen, Dane. It could be similar to the Sports Illustrated, you know, cover no. when you have the Rookie of the Year on the cover of Sports no. Illustrated. Those no, guys no. always never go anywhere.
1: Now, listen to me. Every performance she gave brought the audience to their feet. Every performance. I couldn't even stop masturbating violently. looking <laughs> at the screen. Even with my mother to the right of me. Oh, all I could do is look at that photo and glaze the screen like I was glazing donuts. Oh, my God. Just so, so good a singer and so pretty at the same time this girl could have gotten offered incredible contracts i think she did and that's what i believe happened there's a lot of speculation on the internet what happened to this girl what happened to this girl why'd she drop out oh my god she was gonna win i'll I'll, I'll bet she was gonna win but this way she got offered probably more than she ever would out of the gate dealing with uh, All-American Idol obligated her to. And I'm sure right now there's there's an agency that has her, probably William Morris, that has her under a new contract and saying, we're going to make you a superstar. And I guarantee it's going to happen. I guarantee. I'd put money on it. I would bet all, all the refund money I get at a nickel apiece for all the cans of bang energy that I drink. All those nickels which is like Scrooge McDuck's money bin.
0: Mm -hmm. I see a little Adam's apple going on there. It might be. Let me tell you something. If she has a
1: penis, if she has a penis stain, I want to suck it. (laughs) I want to suck it. I've never wanted to suck a penis in my life, but let me tell you something. If that girl, if that girl has a penis, I'm in. I'm in. Put it on a bun, lay some mustard on it, and jam it down my gullet. But you know what? She's a chick. She's gorgeous. She's young. She's incredibly talented. And that girl, mark my words, hmm. is going to be a superstar. Is that her? Is that her calling?
2: We're taking calls.
1: I'm single. Yes, I'm single. Well, I mean,
2: I mean you know, a lot of the stuff on American Idol happens like months before. Like that stuff is all taped.
1: No, this uh, American. Remember something. The The auditions happen months before the live performances go on hours to a day before because America has to vote. So your votes happen that week mm, okay. and eliminate people. Hmm. So how many, how many people in the chat are watching American idol this season? How many people know of this girl that I'm talking about? If not, tell me that you just got introduced to this girl right now. But but tell me if you're watching, if you're in our audience and you've been watching American Idol by some accident, you can cover up your story, say, oh, my wife made me watch it. My husband made me watch it. I, I don't normally watch it, but, you know, I'm laid up in a hospital bed and uh, there's nothing on my TV broken. It's only on one channel. And, uh, you know. I'm the only one that watches this show. The only one I'm looking. I'm the only one. Here, let's do a uh,
2: let's do a oh, survey. Crap. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking. We at, don't even at have it.
1: to do a survey, Johnny. I'm looking. I'm looking. Nobody in our audience is watching. <laughs> they're they're all. If they're male, they're masturbating, looking at her photo right now. <laughs> Cat Drive Fifty Five says a idol. That'd be that'd be if David Crosby was one of the judges. He probably
2: has been. The show's been on twenty years. American Idol it's it's interesting though because I'm I'm looking through her her social media stuff and she really doesn't have that big of an audience online
1: this this only started recently I mean understand American Idol they just name the top 24 out of a hundred so she has 140 thousand followers she doesn't have a massive I mean that's pretty big but she doesn't have millions of followers yet but she absolutely will. That 140,000, by the way, is is just, you know, the tip of the iceberg. Wish I had 140,000 followers.
2: Her Instagram is 134,000. Her TikTok is 107,000. But TikTok, there's a lot of, of bots on there. You can't trust anybody's TikTok audience.
1: I don't trust anyone.
2: And her Twitter is only like just under 6,000.
1: So, and, and Wait, that post and her, she put up, but, huh? but I think she just, I think she just joined Twitter. I think she just joined Twitter. I think
2: November, 2021.
1: Okay. So there yeah, she just joined
2: and that statement she put out yesterday only has 1500 likes only.
1: Yeah. Cause which everyone's is, miserable. They is, don't see her, see her not carry, not through. much, which is not much at all. I think a lot of people are wondering what's going on because all over the internet, I was looking it up today. Everyone's trying to figure what happened. Did did a tragedy happen? Did a family member die? Did she lose her voice? Did someone hit on her? Did, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Craven Soda wants to know, does she have a loyal fans or only fans? Not yet, but I'm hoping. <laughs> uh, but, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, so she doesn't have, you know, a, 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 she has a new Twitter following. I mean, again, this is the first time like America's like discovered her, but look, 140,000 people is not or 130,000. Whatever it is, is not bad on, uh, on Instagram out of the gate. And I'm sure that if she continued down American idol road for the whole season, rather than just the tip of it, just the tip, just for a second, just to see how it feels. Um, <laughs> Missy then, Paul. <laughs> then you know. Yeah, I know, right? Then uh, miss my poll? Is that what you said?
2: Oh. Sherman Callahan.
1: Thank you, Sherman. There you go. Change Thank the you.
2: lights. Sherman. There you go. Sherman.
1: There they are. She- <laughs> Thank you, Sherman. Change, that's hilarious that there's a green screen behind you. <laughs> Keith Campbell says she looks like Archer's wife from the cartoon. That's a good point. She does. She looks like my wife, or what I hope my wife will be. In fact, I, I, Cobra Kai. Please superimpose my penis where that microphone is in that photo. How does he have a photo of that? Because boy, oh boy,
3: Because
1: <laughs> boy, oh boy, uh, yeah. So I, I think that if um, if she had continued, like I said, American Idol just started. I mean she they just literally narrowed it down to the twenty-five people that will like, be competing
2: twenty-four people. Uh, how long be compet- have you known about her on American Idol?
1: One week. That's One all? Week. One week.
2: So you've only known about her for a week?
1: Actually, actually two weeks, two weeks actually.
2: Has She's she been on, on American weeks, Idol for two weeks?
1: But here's the thing. You know, they have the initial, you know, let's gather a hundred people. Okay. Then they go to let's narrow those hundred people down to our twenty-four yeah. contestants, and
2: that was all okay. months ago. That was all. That no, could have been no, a no, year this ago. Is two weeks. A lot go, of that. This
1: is going on two weeks. I
2: mean, What's when they're when on? they're doing the contestant thing, because I've I've known people that have gone and auditioned for, for these but, things. But what I'm saying, and it, it's always is the like show is a long time only, before the sh- before the show starts. Is the
1: show is only aired for like two weeks. You see. The new season. So I I understand that, you know, for for a year they've been rounding up contestants, but the show itself didn't air and show that except two weeks ago. And then, you know, like I said, you know, last week she made it in to the twenty four contestants that are uh, that are competing. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay.
1: They now they narrowed it down, they got their twenty four contestants, and this is the first week that those twenty four get to be voted on by America. Okay, so this is the first week, just yesterday, the first week America gets to vote on these contestants. So she dropped out right out of the gate, just enough to see her get into the contest and make the competitors and make the top 24 people. After that, she's done. Hmm. Joe Hervey says it might be a sex tape if it is. And someone's watching who has a copy. (laughs) call me please call me i got distribution
2: i mean if there is something behind the scenes if there is something behind the scenes going on then it it could be that as far as a deal or something because like i'm saying her social media really isn't that big for somebody like oh i'm i'm getting out of here because i can do better i'm not i don't see that
1: make no mistake i don't see that at all there have been uh like two other people that have dropped out of american idol over the years i don't know what happened to one they never revealed what happened to one but another one was a guy who apparently got thrown out of the show for sexual harassment against a production assistant so i I guess he like hit on her or whatever or I, i don't know what level of sexual harassment there was but clearly something happened Now make no mistake It could be a similar situation to that where she walked up to the production assistants and the the grips and the lighting guys and said, I need some cock. Excuse me, ma'am. I need cock now. Fill me up. Fill all my holes. Stick me like a rotisserie chicken and spin me on your cocks. I mean, that could have happened. It absolutely could have. She could have blown every PA on that set. But somehow I doubt it because this girl seems very, very innocent and family friendly and, and the whole nine yards. Now, you know, like I said, maybe I'm wrong, maybe, but I have a feeling that I'm right, that it wasn't something like that, that this is literally, uh, someone that, that just basically said, you know what? I'm getting offers, crazy offers. And, um, well, Black Salami says she does anal. Is that is that true, Black Salami, or is that a guess? <laughs> oh, it's a guess. Okay, thank you, Black Salami. Um, no, look, you know, very, very sweet, innocent, all-American girl next door, you know, just, just becoming an adult and just getting into the business. Uh, believe me, this is marketable city. And talk about merchandising. Who could she not represent? She could be something for disney she could be i mean who knows who offered her what i'm just saying watch out for this girl because it's definitely something going on
2: i haven't heard her sing so i'm sure she's great we'll do this
1: uh to our audience when this show is over look her up on youtube watch her performances and Leave comments in the video in our what video, genre? What genre do you she? think? You know, just basic, basic pop. You know, pop and 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 whatnot. I mean, just like just like look what songs did
2: she sing? You yeah, you what look did she her sing? Her up, on this show
1: look <laughs> on American Idol. Just look her up on American Idol. Just look up on YouTube her name. Uh How do you spell it again, Johnny? How do I say you spell it here? K e n e d
2: i Anderson.
1: Kennedy K E N E D I, Anderson A N D E R S O N, like Pam Anderson, but without the uh, hepatitis. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, she so, covered
2: Lady Gaga. She covered. With her uh, um, Wish I
1: could cover Lady Gaga. Why did she quit? No, no one knows. Oh yeah, this will just drop today. Yes, that's why I'm talking about this it. This all today. just dropped it's, today. It's it's very big news. Yes. Ah, well. Very good. But that's that's what's happening. Just watch her videos. Watch her sing. Even if you're not into her genre, just watch her sing. Humor me, and let me know what you think of her, in the comments that you leave on this video of tonight's show. Because I'm very curious what you guys think and um, you know I, I'm curious if you think she's as good as everyone else is because I know metal is obviously not her genre and it is ours mm. but uh, well not
2: yet uh, I mean maybe maybe she decided to go into metal and that's why she's leaving <laughs>
1: leaving this screaming screaming for vengeance yeah that would be great I wish that were the case. I'm sure <laughs> however that it is not. That that'd be very funny if she was the new singer of Skid Row. And uh,
2: they'd be relevant as, again.
1: As much as well listen with with uh with Eric at the helm, Eric from Heat, the new singer of Skid Row. <laughs> you didn't if you didn't watch last week's episode, you need to we were Somebody did. About, yeah, someone. We gotta we gotta figure it. out
2: who did, and how and why.
1: Yeah, why? <laughs> Nobody usually watches. Why it, is anybody looking
2: around. at this?
1: Yeah, so there you go. So that's that's her. Um, speaking <clears throat> of speaking of um, of vocals, uh, we gotta talk about Bon Jovi. And by the way, let me um, let me give you uh, a clue of tonight's show and tell guitar. It is. The color of the jizz that I want to leave on that girl's face, just oh, pearly wow. white. There you go. That's your clue, by the way. Tonight's show and tell guitar. Anyway, um, Gilbert would have loved that joke, John. <laughs> Rest anyway, in peace. Um, but we we got to talk about Bon Jovi. We got to talk about Bon Jovi's voice. This is this is another thing that people uh, came up to me with this week, and. Um, it's 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 kind of a sad it's kind of a sad story because i love bon Jovi. you know people have always asked um you know what what exactly you know if you were gonna be in an 80s metal band if you could turn back time and be in an 80s (coughs) metal band you know there you go there's the time machine johnny's Pulling back the veil of time. I'm turning back can, time here. And you, you can walk back. back. You can't even walk it. If I can turn back time. Can you and know who wrote that song? Walk back in time. I yeah, I know who walked it. So when you Thank you, me, Symmetry. You roommates with. Thank you, Symmetry. And no, I haven't. Wa- uh, actually, I did watch part of the Hydra video, the Steve I Hydra video. It's phenomenal, but I don't want to talk about it until I watch the full thing. I didn't watch the whole thing.
2: Symmetry. Uh, something, something I watched it. I watched it and I'm planning to do a whole video on it.
1: It's insane. It's I'm talking insane.
2: about that, covering that, because it's
1: it's it's pretty good. Anyway, we will we will talk about the the Hydra video. Not tonight though, Symmetry, but we will. Um anyway, so I was saying, you know, people always ask me, hey man, Cuda, if you could be the singer or guitar player of any eighties band at all back in the day, back in <laughs> the day, if you could play guitar band. at all. Yeah. yeah. If you could, if you could play better than you did last week, uh, then, uh, if you could butcher, if you could butcher songs in any band of the eighties, like you did last week, um, what band would you join? And I, I've always answered probably Bon Jovi. And I'll tell you why Bon Jovi back in the day was pretty much the biggest thing since sliced bread. You could say, you could say Metallica, you could say Def Leppard, you could say Bon Jovi, um, you could say Van Halen, but there's something about Bon Jovi that drew the girls So if you wanted to be in a band where most of your audience was hot chicks, and believe me, that is who I want in my audience because I'm happy with the few hot chicks we have, but most of our audience is dudes. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) there you go. Um, And they all look like Johnny and Dane. And, um, the, the, you know, which look from the, from the back of the head, Dane looks very hot. I mean, yeah.
2: See a guy from sure. the front yeah. check from the back.
1: There you go. Dane, turn around for a second. Oh, you're my prison girl. You are my prison girl. My friend. Yeah. Ooh. Shot in the eye and you're to blame. You give head the wrong way. Yeah. Um, No, look, the thing about Bon Jovi, they were bigger than big. I mean, these guys toured for five fucking years nonstop, nonstop. They were always touring the world just over and over. They played some of the biggest festivals. They headlined the Moscow Music Peace Festival, which was insanely cool at the time. They were MTV darlings. And if you went into a Bon Jovi show back in the day and you could not meet a hot chick You couldn't get laid in the parking lot. If you couldn't get a date so casually just talking to so many hot, beautiful metal chicks, then I don't know what to tell you because you're a loser's loser. (laughs) Because Bon Jovi was the biggest thing since sliced bread. Sure, Metallica, huge with the Black Album especially, but not with chicks. Sure, some chicks, but not... A big chick audience. Def Leppard, same thing. Probably a split, guys and girls, but still mostly guys. Bon Jovi, ho-ho. Hot Chicks went to Bon Jovi, Warrant, Poison. They wanted those bands, and Bon Jovi, the biggest of them all. And to have Bon Jovi, um, you know with with Slippery When Wet and then New Jersey, those two albums just never stopped cranking hits out, never stopped being on MTV Rotation, never stopped touring. Um, I mean, like I said, that would be my choice if I was going to be on money and merch. Oh, boy. Absolutely. Bon Jovi would be the band I would have been a part of if I could have. Now, with that said, For years, Bon Jovi has kept going and transcended all the bands of the 80s that stopped when Nirvana came around. Bon Jovi was still able to get hits out. Bon Jovi was still making albums that were selling and still getting hits. Now, make no mistake, not as big as New Jersey, not as big as Slippery When Wet, but... They had a lot of stuff going on. They still made albums that sold. They still had hits going on years and years and years. They, transcended. Yeah, they even sort of
0: went country for a while there. Borderline
1: Shut, had a country. Shot through the heart and year to blame, darling. You give love mm-hmm. <laughs> a bad name.
2: No. we. Um, you know why that is? Because Desmond Child moved to Nashville. And Desmond actually there did a lot. He actually wrote for a lot of country artists as well. There you go. Do you know Desmond, Johnny? I I met him one time.
1: I heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> yep. Uh, So the thing about Bon Jovi is they kept going and going and going, and they kept remaining big. Even after Richie Sambora left, John Bon Jovi was still doing stuff. And then he did... With all his money, which was tons of it, philanthropy work that you got to admire. He did, he set up these restaurants that if you're hungry, you go in and you either pay what you can or you do a little work in the back. And this is all of the things that John Bon Jovi did during the pandemic. John Bon, do- John bon Jovi came up with um, what do you got there, Dane? Uh, some Phil X stuff. OK, there you go. Phil X taking over after after Richie left. Um, but even during the pandemic, John I Bon Jovi coming up with, um, you know, that song to kind of bring us together and give us something to do and inspire us. What was it called? You do what you can. Something to that effect. The, the guy just never stops. The guy never stops. And he's always been really, really good to his fans. This is a guy that's been good to his fans. This is a guy. And yes, the restaurants are called uh Bon Jovi soul kitchen or just soul kitchen. One in Tom's river. There's another one as well. Tom's river, New Jersey. Um, he's given back to his community. He's always made himself available to his fans. He's been very, very devoted to his fans, which I can very personally respect because we love our fans. And, he's helped out other bands which a lot of guys don't do they step on people to get their own success they crawl over people they backstab people John Bon Jovi helped Skid Row Cinderella Aldo Nova a a number of others
2: a number Uh, of people
1: number of people I, I mean he's really just a good hearted guy um And he's, you know, he's, he's got a, he's got, he's a good family man. He's got a wife. Anyway, my point is I've always loved and respected John Bon Jovi. I've loved and enjoyed the band. Uh, Great music, given us years and years of great stuff. Years and years of just hit after hit and fun shows. And talk about a stage show. They were a great stage show. John just wasn't a good singer. You know, I make no mistake, when I say good singer, was he the best singer ever? No, no, he wasn't the best technical singer. He wasn't, you know, the the Jeff Tate. Uh, you know, he, he was a good, solid singer, you know, but he was a big entertainer. He put on a big stage show. He knew how to work an audience. He knew how to get on stage and command a stadium, command an arena, command a field of people. John Bon Jovi knew how to get the audience going and you had a good time at a Bon Jovi show and everyone was in on the action they're singing along and they you know the anthems living on a prayer tell me that you go to a bar or a club and you haven't heard when living on a prayer comes on the radio or on the jukebox or on the PA system or the dance floor or the strip club PA system, even the girls on the poles are
2: halfway there. Wow,
1: <laughs> on I mean, you can't help but sing to that song. You can't help but sing to Living Honor Prayer. And that that's you know, that's one of a few, but obviously Bon Jovi is the quintessential arena band that he gets on stage and he just plays the crowd and gets everyone involved and you have a great time. John Bon Jovi has done so much for this genre that I hate to say a bad word about him. with all that said. And this is the difference of what I'm about to say now versus what I've said about Vince Neil in the past. As much as I love Motley Crue and love Vince, Vince Neil hasn't put in effort to um, to do things for his fans as far as um, know his songs and take care of his voice and, you know, all, all that stuff. Vince, Vince doesn't do that, and that's why I get on Vince because Vince took on a big tour lately with Motley Crue, the stadium tour, and he's not ready for it. Vince is out of physical shape. There he is. That's Vince Neal with the delicious Colonel's Gourmet Popcorn, Johnny Bean commemorative bucket that I want to get one of. Um, And and, and Vince Neal has not given the effort and put in the work because he cares about his fans. Vince has been kind of cruising along, and now he's fat and doesn't know the words, and he's not working on his voice. And that's why I get on Vince. As much as I love Motley Crue, you all know I love Motley Crue. But here's the difference yeah. between him and John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi has a new album coming out called 2020 and they're starting touring again. And listen, it's great to get back to real live music. It's great that you know we we've you know look, we're dealing with this pandemic as best we can, but a lot of places we can get back and enjoy live music and get some hope going. And John Bon Jovi is back on the road now. And the problem is, I watched a few of the recent performances because people pointed me toward them. And John's voice is not holding up well. Now, make no mistake, John is in good physical shape. He knows all the words. He still has the audience in the palm of his hand. But John Bon Jovi's voice, they're they're playing the songs a step or two lower. And he's still not hitting those notes. Now, I don't know if this is a temporary thing. Because make no mistake, during the pandemic, he was doing some acoustic songs and they sounded pretty good. But there's a difference between when you're sitting at home and you're playing an acoustic song and when you're getting on an arena stage. And make no mistake, his shows are still sold-out arenas and huge stadiums and all sold out. They're showing video of the audience and there's not a seat left in the house. Still filling them in. But here's the problem. When you're singing on that sort of venue, And you're singing out loud. He can't hit those notes anymore. He can't hit those notes anymore. And he never had a a very big vocal range. He was never, like I said, that that quintessential amazing singer uh, that, you know, a lot of guys were back in the 80s. He was Mm -hmm. never that guy. But-
0: Unfortunately, Bon Jovi and Vince wrote songs that were at the very top of their vocal range in 1982, 1983. That's when they wrote these songs. Yeah, so when, when they, they were recorded them. And 18, and at that time, they 19. were at the peak of what they could hit as far as hitting a high note or singing high. Mm-hmm. And so now here it is 40 years later. Yeah.
1: But, but even John's songs never hit Vince's songs. Had some really high notes in there. They did. John's songs never had really high notes. But look at the end of the day, John living on a
0: prayer—that is the hardest song to sing out of everything. And you can sing it in falsetto like you're doing right there. Yeah, I can can sing sing it in falsetto, falsetto, but that's singing in a natural, strong voice—it's next to impossible.
1: Well, John was doing it. And um, John was doing it up till recently. And I guess, look, I mean, when I say up till recently, you know, look, we all get older. You can't hold notes the way you did. Uh, You know, that's that's a given, you know, but I got to still commend the guy for giving the effort to come out on a stage in shape with the intention of catering to the audience and uh, entertaining the audience and giving a thousand percent of what you have still, John still does that. He still tries. He gives all his effort that he can. He knows his material. He's working the audience. He's still a great entertainer. But he really can't hit those notes, even at that lower register, doing it a step or two down. And it's sad to watch because, I mean, look, I would still go see him. I personally would still go see a Bon Jovi show, even though he can't hit it the way he could. Because here's a guy still giving a thousand percent of his ability, but it still hurts watching this and some people like should john hang it up? is it time for him to hang it up? I don't know. I mean, the, the, you know, the obvious quick answer is sure if he can't perform the songs, but you know what? You have to also remember back in the day, one of the things about John's signature sound was those harmonies with Richie Sambora. And Richie would hit a lot of those high notes like on mm-hmm. Wanted Dead or Alive. Richie would be the one. wow that would be Richie. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah,
3: John
1: would I'm, sing it, but he wouldn't belt that high, that high note. That they would be Richie. Good
0: together. Yeah. Those two guys sing good together.
1: Excellent team. Excellent writing team. Excellent guitar playing duo. Excellent harmony. Um, and,
0: and, and the, you know, throughout history, we've always had those guys that sing good together. Michael Anthony, and David Lee Roth sang good together. Sure. That these two Bon and- Jovi guys sang good together. The guys in Kiss sing good together because, you know, Gene would take the low part. You know, mm-hmm. Paul would take that high part.
1: I mean, the thing is, you know, would you rather have with John Bon Jovi or, or the band Bon Jovi, would you rather have half a loaf or would you rather him call it quits? I personally, I would rather have my half a loaf. But it, right. it pains me to see it. It pains me to say it because, look, we all grew up with Bon Jovi. You know? We, we all grew up with him. We all listened to the songs. They're, you know, mm-hmm. the soundtrack of our, uh, of our, of our lives. And, um, you know, to see the guy putting in 1,000%, you want to root him on. You know, Vince, you, you kind of get at him because Vince, it's like, oh, come on, man. Put in some effort. You, come on, Vince. L- at least learn the words. Yeah, Leopard has the same weight. problem.
0: Yeah, huh? Def, Leppard, Def Leppard has the same problem. Uh, Joe Leppard, Elliott they, they, really Joe really Elliot it. went
1: a step down for, for the new material. Joe Elliott went a step down, but he's still mm-hmm. singing good. He's not singing the high notes that he was during the 80s. But he's still singing well, just a step lower, and and that's usually what what happens. John is having a hard time, and again, I don't know if um. You know, I don't know if if this is a temporary. You know, my voice needs to get in the swing of doing tours again or what. But I, I have a feeling it's just a matter of John showing his age, and um. You know, some people, like I said, are saying, "Hey, Mancoo, do you think you should hang it up?" Personally, I don't. I don't because yeah, I, I don't either. I, I think there's so it. much love for Bon Jovi, just like a lot of other right. bands. Look, even you know, Don I mean,
0: Dawkins is still going for it, and he is.
1: Dawkins really hurting. Dokken he's really hurting. has he Dokken
0: has dry.
3: Dokken has no him.
1: voice at all right now. Look, we love him. He has no voice at all. I don't right. think Bon Jovi's in that situation, but he's no. he's not far from it. He's not far from it. He's not as good as Joe Elliott. He's not as bad as Don Dokken, but he's kind of it, in the middle where he's he's putting in a thousand percent.
2: I just and, listened to um, it, and you, I mean, on. you're all talking about a performance in in uh, in Minnesota, I guess, where where he, uh-huh. where he was singing, and it sounds like he's like really struggling, mm-hmm. like he's sent like. He almost, I mean, he almost sounds like he's totally out of breath and running around, but I th- i don't think he is. I think he's just
1: standing there. I think he's having, I think he's not used to, um, singing, you know, in, in full shows for a couple of years now. Right. You know, COVID like I said, he's not, he's not used, he's not used to the taxing vocals that an arena show takes yet. He just started retouring, um, I think, yeah, he is a little older, so I, I think you do have to go a step down. But
0: there's a chance th- that after a half a dozen, well, a, you know, a month worth of touring, you get you get all that rehearsal, and your vocal cords are going to get strong. Your voice will get strong. There's a chance you can get better and kind of. That's back. that's
1: that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that it could be. Um, you know it could be just getting used to it and still, like I said, yeah. I think he'd still be a step down, which is you know, getting old that's just getting old, yeah. Um, but uh, let's see, Bozik said, I heard it was awful in Detroit, Minnesota. I heard they were both big crowds, sold out sold out stadiums, sold out arenas, man, big, fucking, uh, sold out venues. Mm-hmm. And well, there's not a difference a seat in the house there's left. There's a <laughs> big difference between actually, there's a difference being between a the venue.
2: No, there's a big difference between a sold-out arena and a sold-out stadium.
1: Okay. um, (laughs) Arenas. Let me me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Arena. Let's put arena. Let's put uh, Madison Square Gardens and arena. You know what,
0: though? When you're actually at one of these shows and you're out in the audience, that shit sounds great. When you've got your phone out like everybody does and you listen back to that through a YouTube video, you can really hear... That it's just not a good mix. It doesn't sound good. You're not getting really li- watching guys live on YouTube isn't really doing justice to the whole music business because like it this? makes everybody sound like <laughs> shit. So I'm talking about seeing a, a live concert from somebody's phone that they d- upload songs onto YouTube and then we listen to that and we judge it based on that. Well, because there's know, no there's no air.
2: What you're hearing on a phone, there's no air. Because when you're when you're in an arena, there's all kinds of air in the crowd. So right. your your ears play so tricks echo on you. Yeah.
1: Residents and
2: where you can think it sounds great, but then when you hear it on the phone, you're actually on the phone. You're actually hearing. You're yeah. actually hearing what's actually happening.
0: Yeah, having cell phones at these big shows where guys are recording this and uploading that, it's really not doing. Uh, these old guys any favors whatsoever and none of it sounds joe, joe
1: hervey brings up backing tracks look some some bands do use backing tracks kiss uses some backing tracks but they are actually singing you know i mean look there's chorus backing tracks at a kiss show you know the guys are up there in age and they're walking around with 40 pounds of gear swinging off of rafters like their kids I, I don't. I don't fault them for using some backing tracks. Def Leppard also using some backing tracks for some of the echo stuff, um, you know. But then you got fucking you know bands like Fozzy where he's you know he's barely singing. He's using mostly backing tracks, and that's not Santa cool. Cruz. Yeah, that well, band that's Santa a, Cruz. That that's a whole nother thing. Um, you know, someone was bringing that up to me today, but you know, there there are. There are bands that um I have to say that the the videos that I seen from um the
0: the uh the new guy in Skid Row, I did see some of that stuff. Videos Eric. of him doing 18 in life, and that really was pretty good. I'm like, hey, he's, he's Oh, he's great. It.
3: Yeah.
1: He's great. He's great. But he's a young guy. He's a young guy.
0: Right. He's got the lungs for it still. But yeah, some of these cell phone videos uploaded to YouTube, you know, you hear Aerosmith. Doesn't sound good. Nobody. All that old yeah, and Van Halen stuff with Roth did not sound good. None of it.
1: Yeah, and Bo Zeke brings up Fozzie. Listen, I'm not a friend of Chris Jericho. I have beef with him, so uh I'm I'm absolutely on Sebastian Bach's side with that.
2: Man. Well, hey, we got we have a call. Let's take it. Is this a complaint?
0: Nope.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we should have that bro- we should have Yay! the bronze. Yeah. Are you enjoying um, tonight? Loving it. Awesome. Who is this? Um, turn
1: turn down your radio, it's man. Kurt with a C. Kurt with like, a C. What you guys were talking about yeah. Um, Have him turn down his radio, the, the Johnny. singers and stuff. The exception to the rule in the
3: last handful of years, Mick Jagger, who's got 20 years on the rest of these
2: cats. He sounds phenomenal.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's that true. No, look, a medical mark. He look He's got better hair than most thirty years old year olds. He, his
3: voice sounds good. He's, you know what I mean? It's ridiculous.
1: Or us twenty nine year olds.
2: Yeah. No, that guy's gonna go forever, man. That dude. No, they... yeah. I mean, his singing isn't like. You know, he doesn't have the songs like Bon Jovi where he's got to scream high and stuff, but still, that dude, right. he's well, like, I think he's i think he's
3: late 70s, and he looks like he's 45 or 50 years
2: old. Late it's 70s? Ridiculous. Nah, he's got to be older yeah. than that. Old, he's yeah, he's
1: yeah. got to be late 80s. Well, that guy, he, he's got to be. I think he's at least no, 104. No, no, no. no, I think Keith Richards was around when like Tutankhamen was uh, was was few
2: him, him turning 75. Yeah. He's probably 77, 78. <laughs> But but the trick, yeah. The the, but it's re- the the trick though with the Rolling Stones is their stuff. It's not yeah. too technical. It's all right there exactly. in the right uh, exactly. uh tuning. So yeah. they can go on forever and, and play those songs and, exactly. and still exactly still be great. like I said, he's Wait, not having
1: to.
2: Do you say tooting
1: a Bon Jovi song? So they can they can do it. But but it's still when you watch him, it's like this guy cannot be as old as he is it's just bizarre
3: and it's cool right. Anyway. right
2: anyway great show I just wanted to throw that in there you know talking about these guys that are 20 years younger than him struggling and he doesn't struggle but I know it's it's apples
3: and oranges but still it's, it needs to be noted yes no, sure
2: yes so, anyway, uh, good show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. absolutely. Thank you. Care with the so let's bye, try, bye. To get, uh, thank you, try to get. Thank you, man.
0: Try to get the old guy in the Rolling Stones to sing uh, "You Give Love a Bad Name" and we'll see what it sounds like, huh?
2: Which old guy? They're all old.
0: Let's see if Mick can sing "False
2: a- Flag" in "Life." Feel uh, better, false, false flag.
1: False flag. Feel better with your bladder stone. Sorry, man. Johnny, I didn't know you had a uh, bladder stone. Yeah, it hurts. I'm sorry, man. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, feel better. False flag. Uh, and thank you. No, look, uh, rock daddy brings it up. Chicks still love Bon Jovi. They throw their depends up on stage. Hey, listen, Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi. Absolutely. Still has girls pull, you know, mama Kuda flashed her tits to, to John Bon Jovi the other day. And, you know, she just lifted up her skirt from her ankles and there they were dangling. Uh, oh. no. Oh my gosh. Uh, no listen the girls still love John Bon Jovi because he's still a good-looking guy you know he's still a good-looking guy and um you know he he's a charismatic personality that is infectious when he's on stage um you know really 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 is much much like Pamela Anderson's vagina full of hepatitis infectious um yeah, no, look, oh. John Bonjovi really, really is a is a fan favorite, crowd favorite. Um, really great, great stuff. So the thing you know, about this the is 80s, why huh? I'm just was gonna say the
0: thing about 80s metal that we're talking about, the lead singer had to be <laughs> one of the best lead singers basically in the world. That's the standard that these guys had to live up to. And uh um, the guy from the stones, right? He didn't have to live up Keith, to that. Uh, Mick Jagger. Mick, Jagger, Mick Jagger. Yeah. Mick Jagger just was uh, a singer. kind of country English thing. Didn't need to have any kind of beautiful voice or anything like that. It was just part of the cool kids. But, but once you got into the the eighties and music got, you know, into Queensryche and again, in Bon Jovi, you had to be a great singer to uh, well, to even be, for the average guy to even want to listen to you. The,
1: so the now, 40 years about, later,
0: it's hard to do that shit.
1: The thing about Mick Jagger um, is Mick Jagger was part of that original British invasion. And the Beatles were like, you know, so clean and pure. Yeah, sure, they had the long hair and parents were going nuts over the long hair part. But they were, you know, basically the sweet, you know, good guys, the Rolling Stones, they were the bad boys. And that's where they, they got, you know, their, their niche there is is they're the, the anti-Beatles, for lack of a better way to look at it. They're the bad boys. They're the the guys doing the drinking and the drugs and the, you know, the, you know, the, all, all the, the rest about and all that shit. That, that's the, that's the, the Rolling Stones. Those are the bad boys. Um, You know, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't see like, you know, Paul McCartney, clean cut or clean, clean looking uh, Paul McCartney. You wouldn't worry about your daughter with him as much as Mick Jagger. I'm going to eat your pussy. You know, with that tongue and the the whole nine yards, you know, they they were that bad boy of the British invasion. And um, they never tried to
0: sound pretty.
1: They never tried to look pretty either. No, I mean he's a Mick. Mick isn't Mick Jagger is one of the ugliest people in rock and roll. I mean, there's Lemmy. And we respect oh. Lemmy. Oh. but but come on, Mick Jagger is not a pretty man. Never was a pretty man. What, Those what lips about? are out to here, and he's not a good-looking guy. I mean, you know, he's what about Keith Richards. Well, he's he's just dead. He's like he's like Jason Voorhees, come out of the dirt with the maggots. Oh, there he is! He's, super he's cool, got though. three vaginas on his face. <laughs> look at that! Oh, Jesus oh, Christ! He,
0: he, he's so cool, though. He's
1: no, but that's it. Cool he oh, he is, cool. he is cool. Absolutely, he's the bad boy. But that's the thing, you know. But but hey, look, God bless him, Mick yeah. Jagger is like a teenager he's he's you know he's in shape and he's able to physically run and jump and swing around and sing and he can still do it man god bless him god bless them all you know but uh you know look you know <laughs> hellstorm brings up a really good point uh white snake white snake now using a second singer
2: not called gray snake <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know, right? No, but David Coverdale oh, knows right. he needs a little help on stage. So he got uh, Joel Jelekic. I-, I can never pronounce the guy's name. Uh, but he-, he got a second singer who's amazing, by the way. You know, and, and that's the thing. I mean, some guys use a little, uh, you know, extra v- recorded vocal track in the background, like Kiss. Uh, they the just- Tune down a bit like Def Leppard now has to do. John Bon Jovi really seems like he's struggling suddenly more than he was singing on YouTube during the pande- uh, pandemic pandemic. Um, and you know, Aldo Nova, who's been you know putting up uh, new material lately, and they have a new album coming out with uh, with Jack's Jack Star, uh, not Jack Star, with Jack Frost rather on guitar. Along with uh with Aldo. So that's something really good to look forward to. Um, but Aldo is 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 still great vocally. You know, there's another guy that uh, you know, with with John. And uh, you know, look, I, I guess I'm just rooting for Bon Jovi to, you know, get his voice back a little <laughs> bit, or even if he's struggling, I'm just not ready to let them retire yet. I'm voting you
0: know, for Vince, too. I'm totally voting for Vince. I, I'd love to see Vince. Look, I want Vince. I'd love Vince. to see Molly just come back huge, and everybody says, oh, my God, they're so fucking good now.
1: That I, cool? I want Vince, but I don't think Vince cares, and I think John That's Bon Jovi does. I think John Bon Jovi does care. He comes out ready to fight, and Vince comes out ready to eat. That's the difference. You know, John Bon yeah. Jovi is putting John, on his boxing gloves and Vince is getting an ice cream scoop and a napkin under his mouth ready to go. John, John <laughs> Big difference.
0: Very hard on
1: his career. Dino Dino is the singer, white. Very well, well
0: calculated career. Always well, made all the right moves. Vince got thrown into this success. I'm I mean he worked hard at it. But Nikki was pretty much the leader of the band. Kind of then management told them what to do. Vince rode along with it and and did his part, but, um, it got thrown upon him so quickly and it was so much excess everywhere that that was the eighties. That was, you
1: can't tell me, you can't tell me that, that all these guys in the eighties didn't, we, we all played with excess, please. You know, if you weren't, if you weren't drinking, you were smoking, if you weren't smoking, you were shooting up. If you weren't shooting up, you were snorting. If you weren't snorting, you were, you had your face buried in someone's vagina. But bon I didn't, bon Jovi pull my, didn't I didn't do pull all my face out of stuff. vagina until until 1991 I heard Nirvana I was like what what's that Where, where so go? John
0: Bon Jovi didn't <laughs> didn't do all that weird stuff though. He didn't do a bunch of heroin. He didn't, you know. No,
1: look jo- John had his high school sweetheart. John his had career. his high school sweetheart. But but yeah. girls girls were all over the fucking Bon Jovi band. All over the place. All over the bay, you know. And again I don't know what arrangement John had with his girl or whatever I don't know. I can't say did John sleep with people? It doesn't matter. Everyone was a whore in the 80s. We all were. I was still am. Uh everyone was a whore in the 80s. That's that's what we did. But <laughs> and you know, um, my my drive is 55. Sammy John, Hagar still sounds good. Sammy sounds great. Look a lot I of guys sound great. Sammy's I, awesome. And some guys, Sammy never and some took guys a don't break.
0: Don't, Sammy didn't take two years off during COVID. Sammy was still out working just as hard as he could during the, he he never stopped since, since since Montrose never taken a break. Yeah. And he's been able to keep it. Sammy's voice is still amazing.
1: And yeah, symmetry brings up Aldo Nova. Uh, Yeah. Aldo is absolutely killing it. And uh, him and Jack Frost, Really doing a great job. I I am so looking forward to hearing all that material. But what I've heard so far, really fucking impressed with. Really impressed. Uh, Speaking of new material, uh, just real quick, I want to just plug this. American Slang is coming out with a new song on Friday. So look it up on YouTube. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called. I forgot the name of it. But look up a new song released from American Slang, which is um, they're up and coming. And I, I, I like them. I'm behind them. And I want you guys to check out uh, a new song from American slang on Friday. Do you see what it is, Johnny? Do you know what it is?
2: Looking can see?
0: Uh... Hey, there's Dry Heat 480. He's a local. Hey, How are you doing,
1: man.
2: Friday Fever Dog.
1: Is that it, Fever Dog?
2: I'm assuming because it's in quotes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I believe it is. I believe that's Fever the Dog. Yeah. So look, look for on. Um, I guess it'll be on YouTube. It'll be on Instagram, probably. Well, no, Instagram doesn't do videos, right? Instagram doesn't. Instagram doesn't is huge on video. Yes. Well, not uh, not 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 like music videos. I don't think not full music videos. Not the yeah. way YouTube is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I always see like. Well, I guess yeah. I watch cooking videos on there. I watch music. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I do watch music. Videos. Okay. Well, let's put this. Either way, look up on Friday American slang. What is it? Fever.
2: Wait, is this the same band though? American Slang. Are they from Oklahoma? Yes. Okay, yeah, Fever Dog.
1: Fever Dog. Okay. I see. Look up Fever Dog from American Slang. Let us know in the comments on this video what you think of the song. I'm dying to hear it because I really like those guys. And I know they've got a lot of attention from uh from the labels. I know they're, you know, they're talking about putting them with Dirty Honey and and um and one of the other bands touring there's, there's a lot of speculation but i've seen young, Mammoth is out yeah. with some other bands they're they're young guys they're really young guys. they're teenagers that are like into metal and um and uh you know i don't know if that's i don't know if that's going to be a, a heavy song i don't think it is but either way check them out american slang and uh that comes out on friday but back to bon jovi and guys that are losing their voice Jovi. Uh, let's see, Aldo Nova, um, <laughs> Gretch Zeppelin. Thank you, man. Yeah, Dry Heat 480 brings up Bon Jovi doesn't even sound good at the low registers. The Stones weren't much about musical talent, but they wrote timeless songs like the Beatles. And again, that's a sign of the time they were in. They were, excuse me, they were in that time of the Vietnam War and, mm-hmm. um, you know, songs that, and the music scene, of that era was of that flavor of song, uh, versus the eighties was about, you know, let's party, let's get laid, let's have fun, you know, and let's, you know, enjoy the excess of the eighties. And we did. Um, but yeah, as far as John Bon Jovi, yeah, the problem is even playing at the lower registers right now, he's struggling. And if this is where John is going with it, if this is it, I still don't want to see him retire. I'd rather see, John entertain, and maybe you know, have someone pick up some of the, the the backing vocals, or someone do some choruses, or take some of the higher points. um hmm. But I got to give him credit. I well, got to give him credit for coming on stage and trying and giving a thousand percent.
2: The thing is, though, Bon Jovi, even though it's a band, it's John Bon Jovi. It's so, it's all about ri- it's all about Richie, him. Without oh, Richie, it's John. It's all about him. Yeah. If Bo- if John Bon Jovi w- wasn't there, nobody would care.
0: No, it's yeah, not Bon Jovi course. without him. It, the rest of the band couldn't just go off like Queensrÿke or somebody and hire a new singer or let Phil X do the singing and continue being Bon Jovi. Cool. No, no, it, they
2: they they, they they instantly become a, a cover band.
1: You yeah. you need John is the band. I mean, look, yeah. John and Richie were the band if richie came back which i would give anything for um you know then it would be john and richie but as it is right now john is the band basically you know with respect to the band look david bryan's great and you know all, yeah. all the other guys in the band phil x and whoever's you know in there right now but the, david the, fact the keyboard is,
0: player he sings like crazy singing along with everything well, that's david david you bryan never hear him in the mix He's singing away, but you can never actually hear him. Like Richie, they gave they turned his mic up when Richie sang because Richie was carrying the it. higher.
1: Richie was carrying the higher part of the duets in the chorus. The choruses. bass
0: player is singing. Or I mean, the keyboard player is singing his guts out, and but it's not in the mix.
1: He, he's the, he's there, but it's very low. He's very low. And look, David. David's great, you know. But look, the fact is that. You know Richie was the one that gave those high vocals. Um, you know John could hold his own back in the day, but it was r- terrific with um, with with Richie. And and I I don't see Richie coming back. I mean, look, never say never, because look, some bands that said I hope you all die uh, got back together. You know, look at you know Dockin and Lynch, Money Talks, <laughs> Sebastian Bach and Skid Row, they tried. David Lee Roth and Van Halen. Never will I play with yep, they got back together. So never say never. It's not that Richie would never, ever, ever come back to the band. Maybe somehow he could be persuaded. But as it sits right now, the answer is no. Uh, you know, same with Warren D Martini. Don't need money, don't want to see you. No. Um, you know, with rat. Um, Do you think that
0: Phil X has added any value
1: to Bon Jovi? He he's a solid player, but he's not the standout original that Richie was, right. you know.
0: Because he's, he's he's big on YouTube. I mean, he was a huge no, look, he's a he's a great guy. player, he's,
1: a, he's a great player, he was a good choice. But yeah. how often do you hear people say, Man, I wish uh you know, like Michael B says, Christy Garamo. How often do you hear man? I wish Christy Garamo would get back together with Jeff Tate. You know, how often have you heard, man, I wish David Lee Roth would come back with Eddie Van Halen. Man, I wish that. Well, know, that's the big faith. one right there.
2: That was the, Roth getting back with Van Halen. That was like one of that the biggest big ones one. ever.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But, absolutely. But
2: those other ones, the casual fans, casual fans know who David Lee Roth and Van Halen are. Casual fans don't know who Phil Exa is. They don't know who right. Chris DeGarmo is. Right. They but know they Jeff know Tate. they know
1: Richie Sambora. They sure know. They Richie know Sambora.
2: Sambora. They know Bon Jovi. They might. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Are, I mean, they, they know who Dane, Dane is though, that still do have they, that. They, they know Dane Zimmerman, who could add a lot to Bon Jovi if they'd call him. Uh, luckily,
0: we still have a lot of bands that we grew up with that still have that lead singer. And one would be like the Scorpions. Thankfully, that whole core of that band is still there. Klaus, the Klaus, Klaus is Smein. still there.
1: Now, Klaus is still there. Actually, oh, yeah. he's in the news this week. He's in the news this week. We, we, what a great segue, Dane. What a <laughs> great opportunity. What a great time for a segue. Uh, you read the notes. <laughs> yeah. For, for those, Dane, Dane is, uh, unlike Vince yeah, Neil, Dane is prepared. Dane what is the greatest well done, uh,
0: Scorpions news? I, I did not hear anything about it.
1: The thing about the Scorpions, they had that very big hit with um, the uh, that Russian song, uh, Winds of Change. And what wound up happening when, when they originally sang it, the lyrics were very positive toward Russia because that song came out during the time when we were doing the Moscow Music Peace Festival, which uh, right. Scorpions were one of the main acts on there. And the big hit I'm at the time... Yeah, Bon Jovi was headlining. The big act at the time, the big song at the time was Winds of Change, basically a tribute showing that Russia is becoming democratic. Russia is becoming a free country. Russia is becoming a beautiful, you know, changes are in the air and there's hope for Russia and things like that. Since then, however, obviously, we had, um, we had, um, the invasion of Ukraine. You might have heard of it. I know Bang Energy heard of it because I'm drinking right now blue and yellow lemoncello, which is uh, in support of Ukraine. So for those of you that heard about that little war going on uh, that affects all of us, um, Klaus felt that now performing Winds of Change was glorifying Russia into something it's not. And, you know, Uh, being German... Being German, this is something that you know was close to his heart, and especially with a he song. Done changed like that, his
0: mind singing that one. Then
1: he he now changed the lyrics of how the song goes. So the song used to go, uh, let's see here, um, let's see, follow the Muskova down to Gorky Park, and and so forth. Now it begins. now it it begins now listen to my heart it says ukraine waiting for the wind to change so there it is the the lyrics and be like
0: putin's gonna hear that and go okay fine fine the war is over
1: i right listen right now Gorky, gorky park gorky park was just about to have their reunion (laughs) <laughs> the big, the big reunion. It's the Voltor, and uh,
2: those guitars were finally going to become a hit. Yeah,
1: yeah, they they bought out all of the uh, <laughs> all of those leftover Kramer, Gorky Park, Triangle, Baelic guitars, <laughs> and uh, that that nobody used except for. You know, filling landfills, and they're thinking this is going to be a new collector's item. We're going to have the no, new that- Gorky Park album, the new Gorky Park world tour. They're building up merch, and then Russia invades Ukraine, and suddenly Gorky Park. Oh no! Actually,
0: the um, the article just under that one's kind of funny too. Scroll, scroll down a little about? bit. Oh, yeah, right there. Phil Collins huh? is definitely <laughs> retiring. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care.
1: No, I don't care.
0: He's rolling in in a, in a wheelchair on the stage.
1: Hey, listen, Phil. Phil Collins is entitled to his retirement. You yeah, know, he's
0: definitely going to retire.
1: I I could feel it coming in coming in his pants tonight. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh, gosh. Uh, but there there you go. So I I think that's pretty significant that even pop culturally. He he just can't sing that song in good conscience, knowing uh you know what's going on with uh I, cool. they're, the the they're literal war horrors. They're going to get the little, booed. The little war horrors in Ukraine. Yeah, so I I think that's a brilliant uh, brilliant move. And switching. they're headlining
0: a tour through America right now, and they got a great who's there who's opening for them?
2: I, I believe
1: Skid Row. Is it whiskey dogs? The, new, the no, new version of Skid dump. Row. Oh, okay. Because I, I believe, I believe at one point it was supposed to be Queensryche, and then that didn't happen, and then Skid Row got Eric as the new frontman, and now all of a sudden, um, you know, that's that's a big deal. So, uh, a lot of people are excited. Look, I remember seeing Aerosmith back in the day. And look, I was happy to see Aerosmith and whatever, but (laughs) Skid Row was opening and I was more excited to see Skid Row than Aerosmith because they were great live back in the day when Sebastian Bach was in in the front. Uh, So I was really excited. Now that type of excitement has built up for the Scorpions tour because look, the Scorpions are over 50 years together. I saw with Queensryche a few years ago, their 50th anniversary show tour. And they were great. They were still great. Klaus can still hit those really high <coughs> notes and Matthias is there and I mean the, the all of it. The the Scorpions are still amazing after 50 something years yeah, together Cla- as a band.
0: Klaus has a uniqueness about his voice and you can tell it it's him. Oh yeah. And I think he still has that. You can still hear that.
1: Absolutely. He's he's as talented a singer as Lindy Lynch is at blowjobs. Absolutely. I agree. Is that what you said, Dane? No. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. Phil well, Collins is a talented singer. Just seeing if you're awake with us, Lindy. Uh Phil, Phil, why are you back on Phil Collins?
0: I remember you. Whoa, whoa.
1: That, that was Sebastian Bach.
0: That
1: was killer. <laughs> I can see Phil Collins as the singer of uh, of Skid Row. I remember you.
0: If he put his dentures in, now he's got no teeth. There you teeth go, Lindy.
1: Lindy's awake, although with five open mouths, I'm wondering. <laughs> you know? I can feel it coming in your mouth tonight.
0: Dude, when that song oh, first Lord. came out, my roommate, his And I'm going to paint your
1: titties a creamy white.
0: Oh, My Lord. old roommate's girlfriend, his, um her name, my roommate's girlfriend, her name was Laura. So he would sing, I can feel whore? it. Oh, Laura. And he'd sing that song. <laughs>
1: laura the horror everyone had a turn laura. With
0: laura
1: oh laura oh laura
2: who is
0: this
1: they, uh, my old
2: roommates back when in like 1981 Focano. when that song You're came to- out
0: my roommate's girlfriend was named
1: laura so are you talking christopher like cross yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laura Ingalls. we're on little house on the prairie
2: yeah. oh because there was there was a christopher cross song called oh laura Oh wow. Uh, or whatever.
1: Oh Laura. Let me love you till the morning light. Doo, doo, doo.
2: That say, was ready for oh, the world.
1: Oh Laura. Those guys. Ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, Oh Laura. Oh, Sheila. Yeah, I uh, know. Oh, Sheila. <laughs> Welcome back, Janice. You didn't miss a thing. We were, once again, a very squeaky (laughs) clean, family-oriented, very clean-humored, friendly show. Let's see. Sebastian Bach is the singer of Genesis.
0: um, I heard about a three-day event. And I think it's called Monsters of the Mountain, (laughs) three-day event. And it's got all the old bands that we love, Winger and, and Tom Kiefer and all these guys. Is there a chance you could look that up? Uh, johnny and see if we can find uh the lineup for the monsters and i believe it's monsters of mountain. Show? Mm-hmm. monsters on the mountain i think that the show is called
1: monster-sized monsters on the- mountains yes yeah it's on, on, about the- it's Lenny on, on facebook today <laughs> yes uh kxm rocket is a g-rated show g string thank you rated. michael b <laughs> thank you michael b that's pretty funny my <laughs> michael b needs some headphones <laughs> hey, Michael B., it could have been worse. Your family could have been watching last week's McGruff the Crime Dog pedophile episode. Oh. Or they could have been listening to the Gilbert Gottfried uh, imitation yeah. I was doing earlier. The aristocrat. Of the aristocrats. yeah. <laughs> Lucky your family didn't hear that.
2: Yeah, that's actually a real thing. I can't believe that.
0: Yeah, three-day tour. I think it's called Monsters. Three-hour tour. I'm like, is this Monster of Rock? No, Monster of the Mountain, I think it's called.
1: Monsters of
2: Cock. Monsters what?
0: Monsters on the Mountain. Try that.
2: Monsters of the Mountain?
0: Three-day music fest. Yeah.
2: In Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? That
0: probably sounds like a monster. Yes, sir. Mountain, Pigeon kind of Forge, Tennessee.
1: It's up at Zeke's Feeding Grain right out back. They got 13 <laughs> folding chairs. That's the concert. Yes, sir.
0: Those are fun shows to go to.
1: And, and who's who's the actor going on, Dane?
0: They got Tom Kiefer. Tom Kiefer. Tom
1: Kiefer. Yeah, Some yes, Some guy sir. named Tom Kiefer is going on. I tell you, baby, what went wrong. Uh, who else you got there? Well, I think
0: there's a band called Winger. Uh, she's only 14. Four. <laughs> and she is my sister, if you know exactly what I mean.
3: <laughs> she's only 14.
0: I think there's a band called uh, um, 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 Quiet Riot. The well, Bang Your
1: Head Under My Steering Wheel.
3: Um, oh. Give it hell <laughs> of drive, you
2: man. There it is.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, go. August 9th.
0: 19th, 20th, and 21st. You got cool, Cinderella's yeah. Tom Kiefer. You got Extreme. I wonder who's in Extreme nowadays.
1: Johnny, do you know anyone from Extreme?
2: Wait a minute. Yeah.
0: We've got Ingve yeah. Malmsteen. Where are the, oh, they're there.
1: there he is. There <laughs> he is.
0: I wonder if actually who is in Extreme nowadays? Ingve
1: Malmsteen, who says he's his own yeah. best headliner.
0: Quiet Riot is doing a great job right now. With Rudy Sarzo on face. They are working every day. They are out touring somewhere.
1: A friend of mine, a friend of mine, uh is friends with someone in there and, and said they're doing really good. Uh Richie Kotzen. of course we know Richie. Yeah. Kip Winger, who's just terrific. Autograph. Yeah. Awesome. That's Stephen, Lynch, our buddy Stephen Lynch. Yeah. Lillian Axe. I haven't heard them in a while. Bad marriage. Yeah. Bad marriage. I'm not familiar with that. Bad them. marriage. Tango Down. I'm not, not familiar with them either. Now, hold on now. I see a this band that should, should be way, way up into the uh, higher part of the show. Nerd Halen. What? Nerd Halen's on the show. Our very own Caleb Rappaport. Wow. the Greatest thing since Eddie. Dang. I had no idea. Nice.
0: You know what's nice about this Nerd Halen show? You don't have to go out on a
1: boat to see him. If you can't get late at a Nerd Halen show. (laughs) You don't have to
0: go out on the cruise ship to see Nerd Halen this
1: time. So now the lineup just got 10 times better with the addition of Nerd Halen. So so this is our buddy, Caleb. Hey now, says Jay Hannon, the great Jay Hannon, the band Gizmachi in the chat. So So that's our buddy, buddy Caleb. Part of our our channel. Yeah, listen, you guys got to get there early because if Nerd Halen is early on the list, that means that's the band you want to see the most. The most. End of,
0: end of August. Make sure you have Bug Spray with you. August 20th. Ninth, well, yeah, let's see. 19. August 19th. A lot of critters flying around.
2: There's more. That's just That's like the first that's
0: day. August 19th. Let's go to August
1: 20th. Let's see who's on August 20th now look at this so now now we have queens reich nice love queens reich of course yeah uh striper killer rats rats very own steven Piercy who always brings the noise dangerous toys cool. eclipse wow. john karabi enough's enough yeah there's a band. Rest in peace, and Derek Free. And Bad
0: Marriage again and Pyromania, maybe a uh, Death Leopard Simon Daniels. I'm
1: not familiar with Simon Daniels. No. And I'm not familiar with Bad Marriage. I guess Pyromania is a really good Def Leopard cover is, is my so assumption. So they're starting
0: each night off so far with a killer freaking tribute band. Let's see.
1: Yeah. Good for them. No, this looks like a very solid festival here. And what, what state is that in?
0: Tennessee. in? Tennessee. Tennessee.
1: God bless them.
0: It's right down the street from Nashville. Hell yeah. And you know, Tennessee in August is beautiful. Tennessee is beautiful
1: all year round because you, really know you know why? You know why? The people. The people of Tennessee are fucking awesome. They're real people. And, and let me give a shout out to any audience members that are in Tennessee. Because they were really nice to me. Oh, I that really I get it.
0: Stormy football. Daniels has changed her name to Simon Daniels. Whoa. Is that, that true? Took a, that took a turn. Wouldn't that be cool? No. See, <laughs> no, one <go see laughs> no, would Stormy not. Daniels. I'd go see Stormy Daniels. Now, you're, ex- you're excited about that, huh?
2: That,
1: <laughs> it, it wouldn't it benefit be like, me. Yeah. Trump got a little taste.
2: But you were out. just saying if somebody else had something else, you'd be all in.
1: Yeah, well that's You just said bit.
2: that 10 minutes ago.
1: Yeah, because that chick is so fucking hot. That chick is so fucking hot. That's American idol. She's oh. she's the greatest. She's just so fucking hot. Even after Trump How had many her, pe- How many people cool we high? have here from how many people we have here right now, if anyone from the great state of Tennessee, I know during the rerun and we get a, we get thousands of viewers, we will obviously have viewers from Tennessee. But if you're from Tennessee right now, live in the chat, in the chat room, shout out, just just say how
0: southeast hi. of Knoxville.
1: There
2: we go.
0: So yeah, you know, South East. Um so if you're in the Cincinnati area, there you, you go know, you
2: Hell, Hellstorm. Down there.
1: And yeah, Metal God, I love South Carolina oh, too. I love a lot of states, but right now I'm focusing because of this concert, I am focusing on Tennessee right now.
2: He needs a ride is basically what, what he's looking because
0: for. Because Tennessee the- <laughs> is kind you're of you're Florida, you know, if you're in the
1: Florida area,
0: it's probably only a 6 or 8 hour drive to get up there.
2: Alice wishes that she was there.
0: For, uh, yeah. Player, Alice, you know, uh, we
1: could work out a deal. Let me tell you something. I <laughs> uh, You know, I, I'll, I'll give you a ride, but I need some roadhead on the way up.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm just saying. Nothing in life is free, Alice. Well, nothing Steve Carmichael,
2: he's two hours they away.
0: Jack Daniels there. There's plenty of whiskey floating around. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Two hour drive. Maybe. That's nothing. I did a two hour Wait. drive yesterday.
1: It'll Johnny lot, Johnny does a six-hour drive to get to Nam. A lot of whiskey. Yes, around, man. I'll yes, be at Kevin Nam Coachella, in June. Kevin Coachella, uh, The I said the today's show and tell guitar hint is the uh, the pearly white shade of jizz that I would leave on that girl's tits from American Idol. <laughs> that, that was today's show and tell guitar hint. That was no lie. That was the hint. He
2: had to wipe off his TV
1: set the other night. There you go. I took a squeegee to the screen and just kind of... There you go. In
2: front of his mom.
1: Yeah, Metal God 100 is about six hours from Tennessee. And Symmetry said it best. Gas, ass, or grass. Nobody rides for free. Damn right. Put that bumper sticker on my my car. Let's, Let's scroll down to August 21st. Okay, so... August 21st, day three of this very cool concert in Tennessee. Who we got? More Oh, here it is. Nice. Look at this fucking great liner. Night Ranger, Firehouse, Vixen, Nelson, Brother Kane, Pat Travers, Crazy Licks. You listening, Jay Hannon? Crazy Licks and Nerd Halen at the same show. Awesome. Uh, Jeff Scott Soto. Jeff Scott Soto, um, so- Michael, Soto, right? Michael sweet. Well, that's easy since, uh, since he's still um, there from stripers, poison, still I mean, there. striper hanging out. Yeah. The hot summers wild America and shot of poison. I imagine is probably one of the best cover bands of poison. Actually, poison, I think I remember, I remember them. poison yeah. tribute. Yeah. yeah. But a good one, not, not, wow. not one you go into the bar and there's some guy, uh, every nose has its porn. Yeah, I dig Some guy that looks like Vince Neil. I dig the Pat Travers band. I grew up on that shit as a little kid. Now, this this is a great, great line. And And, and much like In My Pants, more to come. And Crazy Licks (laughs) is more of a modern
0: band that's only been around for maybe 10 years now. They weren't around back in the 80s, back in the Pat Travers time. They're a new band that sounds
1: like... They're flying the 80s flag. They're yeah. flying the 80s flag. Crazy Licks. Yeah. Jay Hannon and myself have been uh, talking about Crazy Licks for a while. And uh, they're really, really good. Really, they're really, really good.
0: good. Yeah.
1: So what's the name of this tour? Monsters on the Mountain? Monster on the... What, what do we got? Monsters on
2: Monsters the Mountain. On Monsters the mountain on the Mountain Monsters on
1: the Mountain monsters on her mountains there it is look at that logo nice. that's killer yeah that's very cool I, i'd buy merch with that if anyone's going to that concert get me a t-shirt extra large please i'd wear that logo that's very cool nice yeah no man tennessee awesome. rocks they, they've got they've got a lot of cool people over there a lot of cool rockers no lie and good for nerd man that is awesome. I'm just thinking, Johnny. Google. Um. Is is that is that is that the Smoky Mountain in Tennessee? Is that where Smoky Mountain Knife Works is? Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg. Johnny, Gatlinburg. look up Smok- Smoky Mountain Knife Works. I believe that's Smoky believe Mountain that's Knife Works. I believe that's in Tennessee.
0: Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. I think yeah. that's where
1: they're
2: looking. That's where they are, right? I just, I just, uh, wait, Knife Works. I just saw something. Smoky Mountain Knife Works. Is that Tennessee? Uh, you know, that's a great
0: summer vacation. Yeah, it is.
2: It is Tennessee. That you is. You go to okay. Tennessee for a
0: summer vacation. You go to Nashville. You see some bands. You go through carter's vintage guitars maybe gruens vintage guitars you maybe go through the gibson uh showroom that they have there in nashville see some of the see some of the bands right down there on the strip through nashville and you go over to Did someone uh, say strip go to that show <clears throat> that's a that that's a fun vacation right no, there i like i like, yeah, I like
1: the, the the guys over at smoky mountain knife works i i used to uh collect a lot of knives back in the day. And those guys always hooked me up. Really nice people, really pretty area. Um, So yeah, huge shout out to everyone in Tennessee and everyone going there for that concert. Because you know what? Support Nerd Halen. You won't be disappointed. You'll be blown away. Get there early and make sure you catch
0: them. With a lineup like that, there's going to be thousands of people. At an outdoor, three-day outdoor, pretty much probably like a biker fest type of atmosphere. Yeah, and listen,
1: make sure to let them know that you saw about this concert on Johnny Bean by flashing your breasts at the at the band. So make sure that, you know, you you flashing right on your tits, Johnny Bean TV. So just like that. So they know that, oh, there's this, uh, you know, Talking Guitars in 80s Metal Live was, was promoting the concert. That's good. Yes. Or just, you know, write, write, you know, Mancuda's jugs or something, you know, just put something on there and flash them, whatever you want.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And but, if but, you go, if, if you do go, if you do go and, and you see the show, make sure to leave a review.
1: Johnny absolutely. Bean TV
2: on Google. Leave a review of the show.
1: Yeah. We'll leave a review of this show is what you should.
0: They had an Arizona Bike yeah. Week 2020 t-shirt and this was that logo.
1: Probably and wash it. The best it.
0: part about it, oh, the best
1: part about it, that t-shirt. Nice, that's a cool logo. If I could navigate my phone, AI gaming, I would, I would go if it was more local. Um, but I, I've got other stuff I have to travel to right now.
0: Here's the back of the t-shirt, and right there, somewhere in the middle, you can see the Whiskey Dogs played with a bunch of other local and uh, nice. Yeah, is that is stuff. that
1: is that the back of your head, Dane? No. <laughs> a, it looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Who is who is, who is that in of, the in the photo?
0: I don't know who that is. I think it's a some
1: it's a girl. Well, that's a good start. Uh are you sure? I don't know. That could be Johnny Winter from the back. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Or Edgar.
0: Johnny passed away. It's Edgar. Well, I
1: can't see what condition the face is, so I don't know. Yeah, Rena says that could be Dana strum. I don't know. It's a cool shirt, though, Dane. I'm glad you're on it there.
0: Isn't that cool? I just play gigs so I can get on the T-shirt. I can't wait for the rainbow. That's coming up on the 24th. 12 days away the rainbow room. And I'm now That's, that's going to be man. a very, gonna gonna be a very
1: cool show. That's going to be it's a very speaking. cool yeah. show. So, what is that, Saturday, the 24th, Dane? It's a Sunday. Sunday, the 24th. Mm-hmm. That's going
0: to be great. We show all day Sunday.
1: Nice. Very, very, very
2: cool. Yes. Congratulations, man.
0: With Stephen from from Rat.
1: Stephen Piercy. Yeah. He's going to be there too.
0: Dang. He's one of the bands. Dean
1: Zimmerman, I love a find a way, just give it time. (laughs) Dean Zimmerman, Whiskey Dog's playing with us. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Alice Martinez likes it in the back door. What is that? Oh, I'm going to oh, see the God. the Backstreet Boys. I, I thought I thought I liked it in the back door from Boys in my poon. But it Street says boys. I'm going to see Backstreet oh, Boys in June. God. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. I just that was a very innocent mistake, oh. Alice. Okay.
0: The Backstreet yeah, Boys. Hey, no, listen, is the... it still the original lineup?
1: <laughs> they got a bunch of replacements in there. Who are these guys? No, those are those are the original guys. And which which one has AJ in it? I know one of those guys from one of those boy bands. Uh it's I well, always, it's I always fair. is is he a backstreet boy or a new kid? I always forget this. Or ninety-eight degrees. That was he might be an in sync. Was NSYNC, he in AJ yeah. AJ? AJ was it, AJ Chase? Something?
0: I'm is really it? honestly, I'm glad that all the boy bands are kind of gone now. Remember how horrible music was in around the year 2000, 1999? Listen,
1: every priest loved those young boys. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, the bands. Yes, yes, the boy band.
0: But I guess you could consider, consider like, you know, Motley Crue and and all that stuff, boy bands, pretty boy bands, Poison. In a way, you could consider that boy bands.
1: No, that, that's oh, yeah. metal. That's that's you yeah, know, that's okay. 80s glam bands. That's the hair bands, okay. the hair metal. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's, that's not Backstreet Boys. Rock Daddy saw the whiskey dogs at bike week. Says yeah, you guys killed it. Yeah, yeah, he was up there. Thank you, Rock Daddy. Now listen, the, Dane's band puts on a great show. We have fun with them. But Dane, Dane is no shit. Dane is belonging to and part of and a contributing member of a really good band. They're they're no joke. They're playing, they're playing some good, uh, some good shows. So go out there and support him on the yeah, 24th the at, the, at the rainbow or yep. in the Phoenix area.
0: It's a free show Sunday, the 24th at the Rainbow. Which is my
1: favorite four-letter word.
0: And we are the very first band. Of the day,
1: so we you have like help a them load in.
0: time slot. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm awake by then. Listen,
1: if you want a VIP experience while they're still, you know, getting up there in popularity, you can for twenty dollars, you get the VIP experience. You can help yeah. Dane load in the equipment. Yeah, <laughs> luckily you can park his car. A photo with the band, you get a signed, uh, a signed, autographed, uh, a napkin and a guitar yeah. pick. You got a Swiss. Honestly, pick. though, that, that
0: shit's already going to be backlined. We don't. Have you want to watch Dane's now.
2: gear while he uses the bathroom?
0: <laughs> you want to give me you'll... a Bang Energy drink you right in talk at about about one o'clock before I go on stage, man? I need to slam a Bang. Some, energy Some drink. bands
1: sell merch. If you catch him at the right time when he's walking back to the van, you may even be able to buy some instruments from the band. So believe me, this is uh, an opportunity. I want to do a, opportunity. Sh- do Speaking a show of opportunity, with Swiss Picks, the greatest gripping guitar pick out there. Proud sponsor of Talking Guitars and Eighties Metal Live. Swiss oh, look Picks, at look at that with raised holes, just like Swiss cheese, for the best grip you can get on there. Swiss Picks, check out the Jason Becker Blue Cheese Edition to help our buddy Jason. Swiss Picks, look at the raised holes on these. You want these. And you could get them at Zim's Guitars in Arizona right there. Have some. If you're in Arizona, you go to Dane's. If not, you could get a mail order from D- the company direct at Swiss Picks website. Will you ship our guitar picks? Great. Yeah, huh? I'll ship
0: picks. I'll ship You'll, picks. He'll Dane, ship
1: picks. Dane will ship those. Keith Campbell says he never sheeps. Do you sheep? <laughs> I don't see. That's only when he's really drunk. Are you going to yeah, the I show in Tennessee? <laughs> bring your velcro gloves because there's uh there's there's a sheep in <laughs> We bring, bring baby oil and velcro gloves and and uh there's a sheep behind the venue. There's a sheeping. Dane never All sheep sheeps
2: look the same from the back, Dane. <laughs>
1: nice <laughs> be sheep rich <laughs> that's a good looking bitch actually Dane. yeah this one turned out good that, that that's a nice one was that an nj series or bronze
0: it is the um
1: <laughs> special edition Ooh, <laughs> special <laughs> edition. <laughs> Ooh, it's special, but look at that paint job. That came out good. Yeah. The smashal edition. Is that one for sale, dean oh uh, maybe. Oh wow, that's a good-looking paint job they did. I should have one of my bitches painted like that.
0: That's a good-looking cool.
1: paint job. All my bitches come down like Dirty
0: what? It is done to shape.
1: Yeah, call call <laughs> shop when uh, when they're open and see if he'll sell it to you. Store you never hour, know. Really Some, sometimes that guitar store will actually sell you guitar. Yeah, <laughs> Give him a sometimes.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. Give him a
1: shout if you catch yeah, him. Yeah, right, I store have hour. about.
0: I honestly have about ten of them now. Uh, these BC riches that I've had painted, and I the only one I've only sold one, and that was an NJ series bass, Warlock bass. That I had painted. it's a funny story. Um, my painter's like, hey, um, he painted my guitar player's Les Paul. And he put purple Zach Wilde's stripe circles on it. And then uh, I, he said, hey, I can paint your bass just like your guitar player's guitar. I said, hey, that'd be cool. We have matching guitars. Go ahead. In prison, I
1: said, Dane, I could paint your mouth.
0: Yeah. So uh, we painted the guitar exactly to match my guitar players, Les Paul. I showed up to practice with this thing, and she took one look at it, and she was like, oh, what's that? I'm, no, man, that's my look. That's Penis. my thing. I don't want you to have like a my guitar thing. matching. She she wanted nothing to do with it, so I sold that one.
2: We already looked the same from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: stole That's her look, like
0: putting on her no, pink beanie. Thing. I put on her pink beanie, basically by showing up with a oh. with the same paint job. Another person oh, yeah.
1: stealing my fucking beanie look.
0: Speaking of and that, so I uh... stole that thing, and so some guy up in Flagstaff drove down and got that guitar. Here's my. And he's staff. like, "Holy shit, bro, where do you get this stuff?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I get it." Uh oh. <laughs> 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 um, is that the great kazoo
1: as well? <laughs> it's going to get real. <laughs> it's real. Thank you. Thank you to the great Cobra Kai platoon. One of my favorite audience members <laughs> for wow. that. Cobra Thank Kai. You, brother. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's awesome. Thank you, Cobra Kai. <laughs> Everyone's in on that. Even the great kazoo. The great oh, kazoo. There he is the Great Gazoo, hello, dum dums. Do you know this was the first gay character in uh, in cartoons? Hello, dum dums. Uh, it, oh, it was. It was. So, z- so he came. So he came is.
3: before uh, the Pink, Pink Panther. Thunder.
1: Is
0: that what you're saying? He came <laughs> before my Pink Panther. Pink,
1: Pink Panther's not yet. You're thinking Snagglepuss. Oh, heavens to Murgatroyd! <laughs> it's a vagina. <laughs> yes Janice Lala says uh my hair is long enough I could do a better zims next Halloween Yes. Yeah, start getting ready for Halloween guys think about what costumes you're gonna do for the great Johnny Bean Halloween costume contest year three coming at the yes. end of October and we might get hmm. you your prizes by then <laughs> prizes. Johnny do, we have, do we have any uh, do we have any giveaways tonight uh maybe. Uh, uh, what what's the Jewish sound? Uh, uh, <laughs> prizes you want prizes? Uh, what you come here you think what this entertainment free and you gotta get a prize? Huh, what? Free, uh, oh, it's Johnny Bean's show. He's talking guitars. It is my life. You should have free prize. Why am I here except for free prize?
0: <laughs> for some reason, last night I watched a bunch of episodes of uh, curb your enthusiasm. So, oh, uh, oh great, Larry I, David it's great. Yeah.
1: I have friends that work on that show. Great, great, great show, phenomenal show.
2: It is. It it is, and we got we got ninety people in here. Okay. Oh, right.
0: oh he's giving away picks. You want some Van Halen picks? picks? How many picks are in there? There's six picks in there. You want these? There's
1: six of them. I guess. All right. Hashtag win. Guys, he,
2: there you go. Mr. Here's Mickey, how right.
1: to do it. You want to win those Van Halen guitar picks tonight? cool cool prize type in hashtag win into the chat right now we will do it live at the end of the show hashtag win to be entered you can't win if you won in the last 30 days a prize otherwise is that right johnny correct
0: oh man you right. made
1: that rule Johnny, because uh, he's a Nazi bastard. What if, what if this was Jeopardy? You, and you cannot didn't win? Allow the Jeopardy you cannot win to continue next week. That's that's Vladimir Putin's rule, not 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 Johnny's. Vladimir Putin said, "You cannot win if you." Uh... <laughs> so yeah. hashtag win in the chat. Type <laughs> it in right now, and you could be eligible today. We're going to do this live at the end of the show. Give away those very cool Van Halen branded guitar picks.
0: Have you seen those any of the, the real new deal.
1: episodes
0: of uh, Jeopardy? With the the doo, Big doo, Bang doo, Girl, doo, 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 the girl that was on the Big Bang Theory. Have you seen that her? Plays, that plays that plays Harley Quinn with
1: a filthy mouth. I love it. She's the perfect host for that, don't you think? Can't drive fifty five. Typed gazoo. I think he meant my goo. Hello, Dum Dums. I'm the great my goo. kazoo we need you. Hello, Dum Dums. No, even with my magic powers, I can't make Pebble Anderson's vagina tight.
0: <laughs> I'm amazed you remembered that joke because that I wrote, performed wrote, that like joke twenty years ago,
1: wasn't it? I performed that joke. I was reading, I I was memorizing part of Gilbert's and then I threw in a little bit of mine, but uh, no, I, 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 I performed that joke. Every, every comedian has at some time told that joke, but I, I, I just told you part of Gilbert's and Gilbert was so great doing that.
0: I really love the Rodney Dangerfield stuff though. And, but I don't think he ad libbed like, Gilbert Godfrey did. He he wrote his stuff everyone, down everyone, everyone
1: ad libs to some extent, but right. usually you go out there with it with a set of material that you're expecting to do. And then you know, sometimes a heckler throws you off and you gotta rip him an asshole. The great green, green goo. Keith Campbell, the great green goo. <laughs> yeah, type in the word win if you want to win. Bonnie, my pebbles!
0: Yeah. I kind of think that Neanderthal is thrill. faking his illness just between us. Just between us. Thousands well, let's go guys. over He doesn't want
1: to be here today. I don't want to be go. here today. I think he's faking be it today. because he you doesn't want to come on here, here and apologize
0: here that he was 100% wrong about the Will Smith story.
1: No, this has nothing to do with really it. would now, say, I know, Paul, hey, I know for a fact Paulie that. wasn't feeling good the other day.
0: I love how he always says, hey, you could say that, but you would be wrong. <laughs> That's his famous every every episode.
1: Yeah, but a lot you of times he's right.
0: Opinion, but you would be wrong. Somebody, clipped right. <laughs> Somebody clip
2: this. Somebody clipped this right
0: wrong. now. He's wrong.
2: Click the click the click the we clip. Finally
0: got him on something that he's wrong about. <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> Keep putting hashtag finally. win in. We
0: can we'll argue want to be with him about who was it—Judas Priest contest. and Iron Maiden. Remember, Judas Priest or Iron Maiden? Who's bigger? And Neander Paul would say, "Well, John, you—you you can. It's great that you have that opinion, but you are wrong."
1: But we yeah, got it. Don't now. pick on Paulie when he's not here. We got it. Smash that thumbs up for Paul. Smash the thumbs up for all of us, because it costs nothing to hit the like button. Nothing. Nothing. Well, Paul's my buddy, and I wish he felt wish he felt. going to call too. him and see
0: if he answers. This is you what friends call. do. We call, and we say, hey, man, are you, how are you feeling? You okay?
1: Uh, this one's all on you, Dave. You Paulie's trying to rest. Paulie's got a fever. Written. He's, he's, he's not got a ice pack on his head. He's got a thermometer. He's like, oh, delirious. Oh, I feel terrible. And here's Dave. Probably, what the fuck are you calling me for? This ain't on. This ain't on us, Johnny. <laughs>
0: um, Paul. How you doing, buddy? You okay?
3: What's up? I don't feel well. With
0: oh that. shit! You are sick. Yes, he's sick. What? What happened? You got Dude, the. I'm. I'm. I'm in bed. I don't feel well. I'm not going for this. Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: All right. Later. Let him. But is he watching? Tell him to he's hit like the good. like button, though. He bad. knew you were calling. You I'm know not going
2: for this. Tell
1: him to hit the like button. I don't know why didn't I have even to sound like the him. Poor guy. No, because he's sick. Call. The poor guy's sick. Like... Let him be. Oh my god. Hello. Hello. He's sick. Okay, okay. But it would be funny if he was like face deep in a vagina. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? <laughs>
0: He supposedly has a girlfriend now. He keeps bragging about it every time he
1: comes in here. Paulie's a good-looking guy. <laughs> Paulie gets girls. He, he, he doesn't brag about it. He doesn't brag about. It. Listen, no, I masturbate bragging. and I, I masturbate and I brag about that I met my hand the other day. I'm I'm so excited that someone's gonna touch my penis. So believe me, I'm I'm very happy to to say anything about anything. But no, look, Paulie, you know. Paul, uh, Paul you... like Black Salami says, Paul eats those fur burgers, baby. <clears throat> Go get them, Paulie. Did you wash that shirt, Dan?
0: Did I wash? What,
2: what shirt? That shirt. Isn't that the shirt? that? That's the thing Paul was at, right?
0: Oh, that shirt that I showed you? That, no, yeah. that was some girl modeling it. I don't have that.
2: I want no, you, you, you actually have. You don't have... have what, the girl or the shirt? You, I shirt. thought you sh- you actually showed us an actual shirt that you had earlier. Wait, you don't have
1: a copy of that shirt? The biker. No,
0: I just my my singer just sent me a picture on, you know, a few minutes ago and I showed you guys, but I asked him that- me one in extra large. I didn't see him there. I didn't get one.
1: <laughs> Keith Campbell wants to know should I drive from San Diego to Mesa, Arizona and live cast the bitch slap? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is what you get for picking on Paulie, Dane. See? Like he doesn't
0: pick on the rest of us. I know. He's but like it's a schoolyard bully.
1: It's on okay? fun. But he's, feel, he's feeling bad. He's feeling he's
0: bad. He's a schoolyard bully.
1: Oh. This Whoa. Is good. Whoa. No, he <laughs> is. What <are> you doing? <laughs> he's going to call you now. I'm feeling sick. Let him be. I'm leaving him alone. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Can't drive 55. Says COVID is scared of Chuck Norris. Absolutely, everyone's scared of Chuck Norris.
0: Paulie's fighting it right now, man. Wow. We don't know. We don't know if
1: he has that. He's in a. He's sure. arm wrestling COVID right now. We're not. We're not sure what Paulie has yet. Uh, but look, we wish. We you know. We hope he feels better.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll leave him alone. <gasps> I got Let's no see. beef with him. Beef, beef. Wait a minute. He's one of my best friends, and he's a great <coughs> customer.
2: Wait wow. a minute. He's what, our friend. What? Huh? He, he's, he's messaging us right now on Facebook.
0: No, that's black salami.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's Paul. Oh no! I just got. I just got. I just got. to oh, I love
0: you, before. bro. You're one of my best friends, dude. You
1: see I'm what he's fir- saying about Dane in this not, message right now? I'm Burning now, man? down Negative. Dane's store. Wait, what, <laughs> what does that mean? I think he door means door metaphorically. Call the cops.
0: <laughs> I'll lock the front door and call the cops. Hey, there's some crazy guy out here. <laughs>
1: oh no that'd be, that'd be funny that'd be
2: funny
3: <laughs> yeah I'm finally out of business
1: oh
0: man Paul wants me That's... Paul's actually mad at me right now because he's got because you probably woke him guitar... he's trying to
1: rest up
0: no he's got some guitars that he kind of in his collection that he kind of wants to sell and get rid of a few things and you like, just nah. raised your prices. Yeah. He wants you just, too much. You just cost yourself like, nah, money. Man, there's nothing. Yeah, in I was going to give you a
1: bro deal, but now, you know, yeah. since, since you upset me. Yeah. I don't know. Remember, if you haven't entered our Van Halen contest, type in hashtag win. We will be giving those away tonight on the show tonight.
2: Within the next five hours.
1: Tonight, tonight, I'm yeah.
0: on my way. <laughs> you know what's funny is Paul, he won't give me his address. Like it's Paul, I'll come over. I won't give some you beers. my address. I'll pet the dog. Let's pet the dogs and let me see your pool, you know, hang out, have barbecue, whatever. Listen to some music, put some old metal on, you know, have a beer. Sunday afternoon kind of thing. What's the deal?
1: No, the man wants, no, the man wants no. to be with a girl in his no. pool. He doesn't want you coming right. over drinking his beer. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> and so then, uh, here about a month ago, this guy comes in and he goes, Hey man, you kind of hang out with the He comes in here a lot. And I said, yeah, yeah, oh, we're no. good friends. Oh, dude, I'm his next door neighbor. And I'm like, wow, really?
1: Dane, fought, Dane immediately closed now shop. I know getting hold of Dane's driving behind him, trying not to be noticed. <laughs> He's like, you wanted this guitar for free? Just fill out this receipt. <laughs> put your address. Yeah, put your on you know, we're having a contest <laughs> yeah, and only nobody has entered. All you have to do is leave your name and address on this card and I'll pluck it out.
2: Have you ever seen that guy again? Hashtag
0: privacy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That
2: guy hasn't been seen since.
1: Hashtag restraining order. (laughs) He's in the back of Dane's shop chained up. I won't tell. I won't tell. Dane's got the light on him trying to sweat him out. Tell me where the damn house is like a police grilling you know he's got the light on him and the guy's tied up I I don't want to tell please let me go you have no right to hold me here (laughs) 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 are you gonna tell no no all right (laughs) oh
2: my gosh good Dane bad Dane (laughs)
1: <laughs> Dane closes up shop he's like following the guy in the car he's got one of those fake eyeglasses mustache and nose things driving driving behind him are you following me uh, no i'm looking for the massage parlor uh i'm not from around here say do you live around here Where do you say is a good street safe enough to park my car? Do you know any? Where do you park your car? It all started when he's when he snorted the
0: guitar pick that night. Everybody who was in the chat was like, oh, my God, where do you call live? Dane.
1: Have Dane come over and drive you <laughs> to the hospital and stuff. And Paulie's contemplating, okay, I may choke to death on this guitar pick, or I may have Dane at my house. Which fate is worse? <laughs> And he chose the guitar pack. He chose. Yeah. (laughs) Better odds. (laughs) That's that's great. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he chose
0: to drive himself. Fortunately, he didn't have to. He sneezed it back out. Thank God. (laughs) That was a funny episode. I have to hand it to you guys.
1: That was, that was a, a great episode. One. And and then and then a few days later, I had to outdo him. I, I shoved a Swiss pick up my asshole <laughs> and raffled it off. And we gave away an yeah. actual Swiss pick that was up my ass. Yeah. Well, and Paulie gave away the one that was up his nose.
0: <laughs> that was the big one right there. There it is.
1: <laughs> Steve Barton. Steve. Nah, Paul, Paulie doesn't believe the slap was real. Thank you, Steve.
0: That's why he's avoiding the show. He's not sick.
1: He's sick. Let the man be. There we go. The color of Johnny's lights. peel back the reality. Wouldn't it be funny if Johnny peeled that back and there's like seven naked women chained up with cum all over their faces? Come back to bed, Johnny. That would be the video
0: right there. Come back to bed. That would get the views. He'd have Uh, like a. Who won the ass pick? pick? Who
1: won the ass pick? Um, I forgot the name. It was a girl. I remember it was a girl in the audience, in the chat. I forget. I forget Well, there's only was. two of them.
3: No, no, no. Amanda, comes in, Amanda <laughs> comes in sometimes.
1: Amanda Coombs comes in sometimes. It wasn't Amanda, who does make us come. Uh, it wasn't Amanda. It oh, wasn't Lindy. Gosh. wasn't Linny Lou. wasn't Mary. It uh, wasn't Janice. wasn't Alice. There's a, isn't, uh, there's a Sharon that
0: comes in, right?
1: Wasn't Erica, wasn't Sophie, wasn't uh you have a list of all the girls in your head. No, I do in my head, I do. I do <clears throat> I do know all the girls because I care about our audience. Um I forgot who it was. It was it was like an Asian last name. I forget who it was.
0: Asian lover. <laughs>
1: No I'm your i Asian, mother.
0: Asian hooker.
1: Wow, that went south fast. That, that got it's a Steel it. Panthers tin. I like I like the little pun. Cheech said her playing probably stinks. Absolutely. Plays like shit. Get it? Oh. Up my ass. Stinks shit. Get it? Mm-hmm. There you go. No, it wasn't Sharon either. Sharon will do you, uh, will dollar. <laughs> okay. Well, did, did, did you mail it off? I did. I did. Yeah, no, I, I mailed it off the week that, uh, that she won it. I don't want to, I don't want to say the name because then Dana will stalk her. They don't want to know where she lives next. <laughs> Thank you. Christopher live. Sour <laughs> Christopher. Nice. Uh, let's hit the, uh, let's hit the like button and I will review some of our sponsors before we do show and tell guitar for the week, by the way, uh, brought to you by, of course, Swiss Picks Bang Energy, delicious Colonel's Gourmet Popcorn and Vinum Custom Pickups. Let's go there. Vinum Custom Pickups, Vinum Custom Pickups, maker of the Mancuda Custom, Vinum Custom Pickups. If you want to improve the tone of your guitar, you call Piano. up or message or go on the website of Vynum Custom Pickups. Message Craig Vinum and tell him you were sent by Talking Guitars and 80s Metal Live. Tell him he could have sent you <laughs> and he will hook you up because Vinum Custom Pickups are affordable boutique pickups of the highest quality. We're talking the stuff that you could put in a 59 Les Paul and recapture that fire that used to have custom stuff. If you want a Duncan JB that is sounding a little less muddy or a little higher, a little sharper, (laughs) whatever you want, you tell Vinum Custom Pickups, and they will custom wine pickups for you. Come in custom colors as well for your guitar project. Tell Vinum Custom Pickups you were sent by Talking Guitars at 80s Metal Live that Mancuda sent you, VINUM Custom Pickups. Great stuff. Everyone I've sent there has been very, very happy with the tone of VINUM Custom Pickups. Also, nice Tessie Switch, the greatest guitar kill switches on the market. Tessie Switch, if you want a pro-level kill switch, let's say you want one of those video game size buttons to slap and, and hit all those pauses in your song. You want something that's not going to break. You want something to beat the shit out of, but that the pros use. That's the Tessie Switch. That's the one you want to install on your guitar. Tessie Switch. Go to their website. Tell them that we sent you. Tell them what what, what do we tell them, Johnny? Do we tell them you or what, you, what's the code? Uh, go, what to Tessie,
2: you go to Tessie Switch. Dane, what are we supposed to do? Dane.
1: Dane! Oh. Oh, man. Listen, you tell Tessie Switch that you were sent by Talking Guitars in 80s Metal Live on Johnny Bean TV. They will hook you up. They'll take they're good actually, care of you. They're actually tessie Switch code. says all sorts of switches, sizes, whatnot. What is the code, Johnny? Go to
2: tessie, TessieSwitch.com slash shop and, and uh, type in Johnny Bean 15 when ordering one of each th- thing
1: there you go and what do they get they get a discount get a better rate
2: 15 percent off
1: 15 percent. how do they stay in business god bless you tessie switch that's the kill switch you want tessie switch and of course when you want to hot rod your guitar oh boy That's the hand I want jerking me off. And you want to hot rod your guitar, Johnny. You want noiseless springs. You want special tuners. You want titanium saddles. Even a titanium bridge. You go to fu-tone.com. They will hot rod your guitar with some of the greatest aftermarket equipment. Upgrade after upgrade for true performance upgrades for your tremolos for your tuners noiseless springs even full guitars fu-tone.com tell them we sent you because why the fuck wouldn't you do that they'll take better care of you they love us here say i got i I was on talking guitars in 80s metal live and they told me to order some stuff from you and 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 what are you gonna do and they're gonna hook you up motherfucker fu-tone.com for all your high-end performance needs. Check them out. There you go.
2: Yes. Tell them you know Johnny Bean.
1: There you go. Tell them you, tell them you know where Neanderthal lives. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right, so, Dane? Oh, boy. He's, he's probably following that guy to Pulley's house right now. He ran off. He left the shop open. Doors, lights, everything. (laughs) Dane disappears faster than Vinnie Vincent. No photos. No photos. Oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. Now he's back. Okay. So, thank you. So, today's show and tell guitar. I gave you the clue. It's the same pearly white color as the jizz I'm going to shoot over that girl from American Idol's tits. That was the clue. That was the real clue. (laughs) So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks to my buddy here, Blue Rhino, right there. Blue Rhino. Everyone loves Blue Rhino. Everyone loves Blue Rhino. That's not him. That's him. That's not him. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's show and tell guitar of the week, Johnny. Oh, look at that thing. If I could get some fucking light on it.
3: God damn. Oh.
1: to hum vintage San Dimas Charvel Strat Johnny let me know when you have the thumbnail got it okay this is very hard to see this is an iridescent pearl white paint it's so hard to see in this light I'm trying to think of a way I could get it to show a little bit more obvious it's not regular white. This is pure pearly, like a silvery white reflection, like a, like a real pearl. It's really, really pretty. Very rare. I've never seen another vintage Sandy Misharvel with this pearl white, uh, metallic pearl paint. I'm trying to think of a way to Maybe get some extra light on that. Let let me hold on a second. Let me adjust the lights in the in the house. Hold on. Let's see if I could do this to give you a better idea of what you're looking at. Here's my cock. So this is gonna this is gonna blow me out light wise, but let's see if it helps the guitar. Mm. Okay, that might that might do it a little bit. Really hard to fucking see. Yeah, that's yeah. better. You
2: could, it's more white now.
1: But it but it's of. not white. It's it's a pearl. It's like it's basically like BC Rich's glitter rock white. Which was white with with just so much pearl in it that it it doesn't look white. It looks whitish silver almost. Very very hard to see, and uh, I'm having a real hard time to get it. Uh, I was I was hoping to show. <laughs> this ain't working. This ain't working well. This thing's so iridescent though. It's not re- luminescent. Thank you, Keith Campbell. It's not it's not your flat white it's pearl it's really heavy glitter rock white pearl just like the old bc riches uh this is so cool i'm gonna show it anyway even blown out all right i'm gonna i'm gonna adjust the lights again so you can actually see the thing here's my cock again (laughs)
2: oh Hey guys! Hey, how you doing, man?
0: Good. What happened to the guitar?
2: Uh...
0: the Charvel. I love it. There, once again. Charvels.
1: Yep. Charvel.
2: Like, share, subscribe.
1: Okay, so here it is. I'm really sorry. The lighting sucks.
2: You should have said that three hours ago.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> well, it is. It listen. It's it's as Pearl Jam as you can get. Believe me. Uh, like I said, the 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 lights in in today don't let you actually see it because it looks white on screen, but it's a luminescent pearl white, and it's so beautiful in person. I showed Mama Cuda today in the sunlight. And, and her clit was ringing like a dinner bell. She was so excited. Oh, anyway, so here it is. This is old school, Sandy macharvel You have an old v tram bridge. This is all original. This thing is in such amazing, clean condition. I got it. Uh, the original owner uh, gave me the receipt with this. And the receipt has a really great story with it I'm going to show you. The first thing I'm going to show you, it has a, a brass v tram bridge. That beautiful V-Trem bridge, and, and that's a unique one. That's one of the early uh, brass v they did on the Pointies, because this is a very early Pointy, and two very very clean original brass knobs. The the paint's in immaculate condition, which means by certain people's standards, I should drop it, right? Um, you have a you have a Demarzio, you have a Demarzio Super Distortion in the bridge. Uh, in the neck, you have a let's see, uh, it's a Demarzio PAF in the bridge. So basically, a very BC Rich-like guitar for a Charvel, because that was the classic BC Rich combination: was a uh, a Demarzio Super Distortion in the bridge and in the neck, a a, a Demarzio PAF. So they copied that, just like they copied the paint. This Incredible luminescent pearl white uh, paint from BC Rich. But anyway, um, so there you have it. Super, super clean. This one is number 2232. So it's an early Sandemus uh, plate for a pointy. And look at the bird's eye maple on this thing. Let me, let me move this so you could get a better look. Hold on. Okay. Look at the bird's eye on that. Can you see that, Johnny? hmm Beautiful, beautiful quality of wood back then. Beautiful, great quality bird's eye maple through the whole freaking neck. There you go. Really, really nice. Very clean plate clean back. I wish you could get how pearlized this paint is and what incredible condition this specific guitar is. Um, This thing was barely played. It was basically bought uh, by a guy who mowed lawns every summer of 1983 to buy this. So let me show you what's interesting. And again, you have, you know, a volume, a tone, a three-way selector switch. Of course, that classic gold Charvel logo on the headstock. Mm-hmm. I love these original Sandima Charvels. They are such a high-quality guitar. They, they play like butter. They're just amazing. And of course, I have the original old-school tremolo bar. That those v trems came with very Fender-looking, right? But this is the this is the fun part. This receipt, this old receipt, uh, it was bought in New York, up in White Plains, at a Sam Ash store. See, it's still got the original, you know, info. But this is the fun part. If you look at the bottom, the kid paid out over the summer. He came in. Every week, making a payment on the guitar for mowing lawns. And it was, let's see, uh, $20, $25, $30, $16. He just kept, every time he got a little bit of money, this kid worked the summer and uh, and came in and was, was paying off this guitar until he finally got it. Back in the day, this cost uh, $651 for that guitar. it's pretty amazing, right? But isn't that cool? Looking at, look at all these, these little payments on the, uh, on the, on the receipt, on the original receipt. I think that's so cool. When you get history, uh, in a guitar case from that, and you hear from the former owner, what the deal was, you know, he thought he wanted to learn guitar. His brother-in-law was, uh, was a big guitar player. He told him to get a, get a good Charvel. And in 1983, he, uh, he went to the store Picked that out and, or actually 1984, the guitar was made in 1983, dated from the serial number. But I think it's so cool that imagining some kid, because we've all been there. We've all been there at some point when we, you know. Back in the day when we wanted a guitar, we all looked at the, you know, the rows on 48th Street or on your local guitar, you know, store shelf. And you saw all these rows of gorgeous, expensive guitars. You know, some of us are there right now where we just can't afford something. And it's like, hey, do you have a layaway plan? And, you know, to to a kid, to a teenager who wanted to rack out in the 80s and saw this gorgeous pearl white Charvel. And the bird's eye neck and oh my God, you know, all my heroes play Charvel, such a great guitar. And lo and behold, here's this guy coming up and saying, "Uh, I have a $15 deposit. Can I pay off every week? And every week is coming in $20, $30, $16 until by the end of summer, he's got the whole thing paid off and he goes home and rocks that thing. (laughs) Unfortunately, he he didn't stick with it, but that's why it's in such good condition today. You know, the paint is just perfect, and it's so clean. And uh, I just love when you find little hidden treasures like this paperwork with a beautiful guitar like that. Now, of course, it's got really nice rosewood board. Back when Brazilian rosewood was the order of the day. Um, And I love that. You know, nice, look at the thick slab that they used to give you of rosewood. Look at that! Nice big chunk of rosewood on your fretboard. They don't do that anymore. Now, now it's like a thin layer of whatever rosewood you could get, and it's like slicing sushi. They're trying to get it so thin, <laughs> just enough. Maybe they'll take a brown magic marker on maple and say, "Yeah, it's rosewood." <laughs> sure, it's uh, the the it's the color of the crayon I used to color in the board. Rosewood. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you should see. You know, this is this is when the guitar store owners back then were grumpy old men. Like uh, Johnny, don't we have a photo of one of the guitar store owners? I think we do, right? This guy, that's him. That's him. Yeah, that uh, I believe that's uh, I believe that's uh, Ed Roman. That might be Ed Roman. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. So you know, imagine you know you're you're a kid. You're like let me see that let me see that Charvel. and you know it's like back in the day like justin says 650 back then equates to about 1800 today with inflation so imagine you know you're that kid walking in with 15 bucks and they put the guitar aside and you mow all those lawns and work the whole summer knowing that by the time you're done come the fall come the time to go back to school you will have in your hand the guitar you chose off of that wall. That's a great fucking feeling, man. I know that feeling. That's a great feeling. You know? And of or course, maybe finish in, on these is great. I'm
0: thinking maybe he wasn't cutting grass, but maybe he was selling weed. He was selling grass. Yeah, it? he was selling weed back then. No, nah,
1: they, they told me the deal. They told me exactly what was going on. Of course, you have those, you know, the brass strap locks up here. Right there. But look how clean that bridge is. These bridges are usually pretty pitted it's really clean and, and same with the plate the cereal plates usually show a lot of wear a lot of scratches this one's really really clean still has all the original chrome and black on it really nice just a great freaking guitar um i i love i love Charvels. you know bc rich is one of my favorites Charvels one of my favorites kramer's one of my favorites i love a lot of brands but th- this one is so great to have the history of it, and uh, like I said, if you'd see it in person, it is just like a pearl. It is so rare a paint job. I've never seen another Charvel painted like this. I've seen a couple BC Riches painted like that because that was their Glitter Rock white color, but I've never seen a Charvel. This had to have been a customer request. It was not a standard color they offered, but you know, the thing about old Charvels, Uh, If you can say it, they can build it. So there you go. So that is today's show-and-tell guitar of the week. 1983, two humbucker, pearl white Strat, pointy headstock Charvel. That is today's show-and-tell guitar of the week. Cheers to you. So
0: 1986, is that what year that one was? (laughs) Nineteen eighty-three. But thanks for, 1983. thanks for listening. What what year was it that you would see guitars that were and on the headstock it would say Charvel Jackson or the two companies? That that was together. when
1: they, that was when they um, when they sold when they moved out of San Dimas and they moved to Ontario. Uh, that that was nineteen eighty-seven or late nineteen eighty-six to be specific, and early nineteen eighty-seven. They moved the factory from San Dimas to uh, Ontario. And at that point, Jackson was going to be made in the United States and Charvel's was only going to be made as an import. So that was for years the end of the USA made Charvel's. The only USA made they were going was Jackson. And Jackson, they made both imports and in the United States. Charvel was only the imports, what was called the model series. Um, but there was about, there was about, uh, um, they stopped the serial numbering at i think 5492 for Charvels at that time and didn't and resume Jackson, it until Fender bought the company the, years later
0: and the Jackson is the famous Grover Jackson from all the
1: Grover tuners so right? right and and what it is Wayne Charvel had the Charvel company which started as hot rod parts for guitars like Fenders you get hot rod strats they sold you know upgrade necks upgrade tremolos upgrade you know whatever they were they were hot rodding fender strats basically yeah and then they were what, that's what Eddie's bumblebee was correct uh, okay. originally a charvel so what oh. it was is Wayne Charvel had Grover Jackson working for him and basically they started doing pre-production going from hot rod parts made for guitars like fenders and whatever to making bodies and like demarzio bodies and and um uh what was the the other brand um was it um gosh I'm having a brain for it here um boogie bodies boogie bad they were taking boogie bodies and And souping them up into these pre-made hot rod guitars, and then started making their own bodies and necks, and finally making what was called pre-pro, pre-production, pre-serial numbering guitars, fully ready to go, all hot rodded, meaning they had a tremolo, they had one or two humbuckers, they had a fast neck, they had good controls, um, basically made for shredding guitars, And, you know, they saw the writing on the wall that this was the, you know, the music that was coming into play. And what was happening was eventually they did that. And then after about 750 of those, they started serial numbering them. But the history with it was Wayne Charvel had Grover Jackson working for him. Grover Jackson kind of saw the writing on the wall that these type of guitars was going to be in vogue. And what was winding up happening was Uh, Wayne Charvel, not a very good businessman, Grover Jackson, very savvy. And Wayne said, geez, how are we doing? Are sales good? And Grover's like, "Eh, sales are dropping off, man. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to survive. I don't think uh, in a couple of months we're going to be able to, to, you know, pay our rent and stuff. And Wayne's like, Jesus Christ, it's that bad. And Grover's like, yeah, yeah. You know, the sales are, you know, he's, he was cooking the books, you know, and, uh, Wayne basically said, "Geez, I, I'm thinking maybe should we close down? Should we get out of it? Should we minimize? Should we fire people?" And Grover's like, "You know, I know this sounds crazy, but I mean, I'm I'm looking for something to to put my money into. I mean, maybe it's a bad investment, but maybe maybe I maybe I'll buy you out. I mean, if the price is cheap enough." And Wayne's like, "Seeing this as maybe a saving grace." That hey maybe here's my chance to get out. This isn't working out. I tried doing these hot rod guitars. Maybe it was a bad idea after all. I mean, I I I thought maybe, but you know, we spent so much money. Grover says we're we're losing money. Maybe it's a better idea. I feel bad ripping off Grover by you know selling him out the company. But I guess if he wants, I can't stop him. Uh, All right, Grover, I'll sell you the company. So Grover Jackson bought Charvel, and at that point. Once Wayne was out then he had the true sales figures which were climbing and then Grover put production into overdrive and started advertising and showing what the custom shop could do he put out an ad showing you know all the you know the colorful flashy graphics and and colors and stuff and people you know the rockers that were coming in were like hey these guitars are great love it and Grover then kept Charvel going rapid breakneck pace, very successful. And when Randy Rhodes came in and said, Hey, I want something like this. And he brought a drawing uh, on a napkin of the Concord SST plane, but sort of as a guitar shape. And he's like, you know, can you build me one of these Grover's like, well, yeah, I can, but you want it neck through. We don't build neck through guitars. I mean, that's, that's more a BC rich thing. Um, but I mean, I could try, but will you be okay if I, you know, change the name? Because if it didn't work out, I wouldn't want to sully the Charvel name. So what name would you put on it? And Grover thought, and he's like, Jackson, I'll, I'll, I'll put my name on the headstock. I'll make it a, a, a an offshoot shell of the company, uh, you know, a, a division of Charvel. Uh, and I'll, I'll make you this prototype. He made, uh, Randy, the prototype. And after that, he made him a year later after Randy, you know, dialed in some adjustments saying, Hey, I want more upper fret access. Can you make the horn a little longer? Can you make this a little narrower? Grover came up with what became the Rhodes guitar. Randy played it all of about three months before his untimely passing. And the rest is history. Um, after a year of waiting, you know, since Grover passed, uh, since uh, Randy passed away, Grover reached out to, Randy's mother and said hey listen I started this idea of a neck through guitar with Randy we called it the Rhodes guitar and it was exclusively for Randy but I'm getting a lot of requests for it I want to build these but I wouldn't do it without your blessing and Dolores Rhodes Randy's mother said you know what it would be a nice tribute to my son but we got to work out a deal and Grover said no problem and he gave her A royalty in perpetuity for every Rhodes guitar ever sold. And that was the deal. And one year later, 1983, uh, Grover started selling the Rhodes guitar, starting with number zero given to Dolores Rhodes and number one and up to the general public and the rest is history. And from there, Jackson and Charvel were two different divisions of the same company, and they've had various interactions of, like I said, sometimes some years were imports, some years were American. Now, both owned by Fender, uh, being made both as imports and American. So there is your history lesson on Charvel and Jackson as companies.
3: Very nice.
0: John, be dropping some knowledge.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm friends with Grover and I know the whole story, but. There you go. Wake up, everybody. Yeah, sorry. And, uh, <laughs> no, that, that's a great story. No, smash and, that like um... button. You just learned something today. <laughs> smash yeah. that like button. Super
0: cool, man. Now, what do yeah. you know about Asian... Uh... Hookers, <laughs> let
3: me give you a, let me give you a rundown.
1: For starters, the best place in Los Angeles. Well, start with the best place in New York because that's really what I know. But the best place in Los Angeles is a uh, uh, Little Ming's Five Finger Discount. That's what it's called, the Five Finger Discount. Those five fingers though aren't stealing; they're rubbing. Happy ending, happy ending. You pay an extra twenty dollars. Wait a second, what are you, what are you asking about, Dan? Well, you know, you're dropping
0: a lot of knowledge, and so uh-huh. thought I would kind of head in the direction. If head that, head you know, is an that... extra
1: $40, but you could talk them down to 30 Some of those girls work privately, so. Wax on, blocks. whack off. Wax on, <laughs> whack off. Wax on, whack off. Miyagi's secret of handjobs. There we go. Yikes! You know what?
0: Uh, my old guitar player back in the '80s bought. This a is Randy like an episode Rhodes of Goldbergs.
3: Back he in bought it,
0: Randy Rhodes Jackson, that was white, and the serial number was 0048. I still remember that. He he was he bought it from. Um, the guy's name was um, Acalino. His last name was Acalino, and he was in that band here in Phoenix uh, called Icon which was on Capitol. First two albums were on Capitol records, but the kid in icon, he sh- like took sandpaper and he shaved the back of the neck. So it didn't have any finish on the back of the neck. But I do remember that Randy Rhodes Jackson from back in the eighties, uh, my best friend and guitar player had that guitar. And I remember the serial number was
1: 48. <clears throat> I shaved my balls. Does that have anything to do with it? You said shaving. No, uh, listen, I have a lot of Rhodes guitars. I love those early serial numbers. Those, those things, they just appeal to me personally. I love the early serial numbers. I know, you know, um, Kirk Hammett has number five. I have I have some early ones too. I love those early serial numbers. They're great guitars. Um, you know, look, all the San Dimas, Charvels and Jacksons are terrific. The Ontario's are good too. I like the San Dimas ones a little bit better. Uh, Before they made that switch, I can feel the difference. You can put both in my hands; I can feel a difference. But I will say, they're still great, great guitars, both of them. But I love those early roads. Yeah, I I have a bunch under one hundred, like a number of them. Um, They're very cool. They're very cool, and I I like all of them. All of them. My my white roads, I think, is number eighty six, if I remember. Um, But I have I have earlier ones than that. But I love them, and. No, look, they're great guitars. They're just great guitars. And yeah, everyone in the chat's like, yeah, Grover was the man. Grover was uh, pulling a fast one. Yeah, no, he did, man.
0: Grover was uh, a a businessman and Grover saw
1: the money. Huh?
0: Kind of a funny story that I have about the band Icon, the local band here in Phoenix. Uh, And again, my guitar player got the guitar 0048 serial number from John Acolino, who was the guitar player and Icon. And he owned that name, Icon. And then, what was it, maybe 20 years ago, some big movie producer started Icon Pictures, right? You know what I'm talking Uh about? Is there a movie production studio called Icon?
1: I mean, I'll take your word that there is.
0: Yeah, well, um, John Acolino, I hear, made a buttload of money because he owned the name Icon for the band and he was able to sell that to some big production company. And the
1: they extended. were willing to pay for the name or he sued I think him later so. on?
0: Yeah, I think he made a, I, I'm,
1: I'm a I'm a stingy Jew, man. I would just change the name. I'd be like, uh, yeah, oh, it's Icon. Okay, well, now it's Awesome Studios and it cost me zero. Right. So, some big businessman. You know, Icon, huh? So they own the name Icon. Well, I want the name Icon. $300,000 for the name. No, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. I repeat myself. Fuck that. I am paying whatever name is free. Free. Unless it's Mancuda Studios. And that I'm not paying for either. So yeah, I, I'm not paying for no name. What are you kidding? a boatload of money? Who the fuck would pay a boatload of money? there's a million names you could come up with. <laughs> why would you pay why would you pay all this money? What the fuck? Icon Studios, are they are they bankrupt right now? Or they I spent all no our idea. filmmaking I have buying no the idea. name.
0: Stories I hear. Try to try to comprehend as much of it. I must remember that Pamela joke about her running on the beach.
1: <laughs>
0: From I'll pay three
1: hundred thousand if you can make Pamela Anderson's vagina tighter. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. know what. Icon Studios. There's a a million of them. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> well, one of them, one of them is really on There's a high a budget them, huh? to pay pay the band Icon. I don't even know I don't even know what what lawyer got on that one. Damaged from your name being ripped off of your band? Yeah. Damaged? Negligence? Stolen name? Ah. Sounds like you deserve a cash award for your pain and suffering of your band being pilfered.
0: That's one of the hardest things to do is come up with a good band name and then you Google it. I got the perfect band name and then you Google it and there's like
1: five other bands that already are using Oh, it. I'd, I'd come up with a great name. I'd come up with a great name. Try, uh, Johnny, try the uh, Greasy Anal Ferrets. See if <laughs> see if that, uh, Google Greasy Anal Ferrets. <laughs> if there's a band. See if there's a band called Greasy Anal Ferrets. We can see
2: if there's flyers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Google it, Johnny. See if there's see if there's Greasy Anal Ferrets. <laughs> see if there's a band. I'll bet there's not. Uh, oh, what a cool name. No Greasy not. Anal Ferrets. No, you googled Greasy Anal Ferrets. What comes you, up, Johnny? You can get that one. <laughs> Everybody, quick! At home, F- do it with the family. It's fun. Greasy Anal Ferrets. Check it out. See if uh, see if that's. Alexa,
2: Alexa, Google.
1: <laughs> Alexa, please Google greasy anal ferrets Siri, please Google greasy <laughs> anal ferrets right now a thousand oh, all the band names are coming thousand up now home, the a thousand home units came on and like wives everywhere are like what? what the f-? yeah. I'm, just for shits and giggles, I got to do it now. <laughs> oh, let's, let's see what comes up. Oh my gosh! Hold on. I'm just, now. I'm curious. Now I'm so curious. Google image.
0: Greasy anal ferrets. Let's see. Ooh. It was a big thing. Remember Sofa King. How how uh, trendy that was for a
1: while. Oof. that's disturbing. Sofa King. But nope, it's not a band name. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's good.
0: Hey, look up Popcorn the band. See what comes up.
1: Well, that's Johnny, myself, Paulie, Blue Rhino, and and uh, JoJo the Chim. Does,
0: does Google? That's, recognize our, that's that? our
1: old. Ba- that's our old band.
0: Does Google now recognize We may that? now
1: we may Dane, we may someday get offered enough money to reunite popcorn the band, and we will have a tour. Paul will be on his calliope. Johnny will be playing guitar, myself, blue rhino, and we may even find restitution and, and 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 common ground with JoJo the Chimp still in litigation if over the, the name money's right popcorn uh-huh. the band. If the money's right. We is will work with JoJo again. Sure, we will. We could be bought. Mm-hmm. We could be bought. Is it,
2: but is the actual band name Popcorn the Band? Is that the entire popcorn, name? Is it just, popcorn the Band. Or is it just Popcorn? Uh, it's, it's Popcorn. It's Popcorn. Because there is a band called
1: Popcorn. They play. Band so- name yeah. stolen? Litigation's the key. <laughs> Negligence? You're entitled to a large cash award. Someone stole your band name? Popcorn the Band. Ah. Cl- I don't know the album said popcorn the band, so I don't know. That's up to our lawyers. It may it may it may technically be popcorn the band. So we'll see. Hey, listen, the, uh, as long as the cash offers come rolling in, I don't care if they call us uh, candy corn kettle corn, or there's corn in my shit, okay? I'm fine with any of them as long as that cash is rolling in. Bring those offers in. Come on. Johnny, myself, Paulie, Blue Rhino, JoJo, we're all ready to get back on the road. Right? I'm a road dog. That's right. Blue Rhino's ready to go. Pay me. Uh-huh. That's what he says. On
3: the road again.
1: Pay me. That's right. Blue Rhino's ready to get paid and laid. Look, just paid. Huh? Yeah. Blue Rhino. Ooh. There he is. You guys just got to give me a check. He's ready to go. Yeah. Popcorn the band will reunite for the right money. That's all. Anyway. What else we got?
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) Giveaway. Oh, yeah. Let's do our Van Halen giveaway. Last chance tonight on the Van Halen giveaway. We're going to do it right the fuck now. Van Halen picks giveaway. If you have not won anything in the last 30 days, you can enter right now. Type hashtag win in the chat right now. We are about to do this giveaway. We're going to give you another 30 seconds to do it. Hashtag win. Type it in the chat to be eligible to win right now this cool set of Van Halen guitar picks costs nothing nothing to win on this show we always have fabulous prizes what do we have blue rhino that really is blue a great fabulous prize prizes that's right those picks really
0: are a great great prize do you, do you the carry them are super cool no i don't have any of those unfortunately
1: well dane uh i got swiss picks swiss picks are awesome proud sponsor of the show but this is different this is a very specific prize it's not what you use every day it's more <laughs> collector's item but there they are official evh and straight Helen. from Dunlop. very cool looking picks renas no joking about blue rhino
0: Behind Johnny <laughs> Dean's green screen is 10,000 boxes of Eddie Van Halen picks.
1: Yep. There we go. There. there they are. 10,000
0: cases. 10,000
1: cases. Picks. Jesus. Uh-huh. 37
2: entries. Look at this.
1: Your odds you are ready? very, that's, very good. Anyone good else pie. in the chat? Last chance. Type in now. Hashtag Win. We are about to do the drawing. We're going to give away these guitar picks. Why the hell not? And while you're doing it, smash the like button. Because why not? It's free. Metal Mike 5150 plays plays those every day. He
0: uses those every day. Swiss picks he uses every day. Nice.
1: Excellent. All right. Straight from Dunlop. The lovely Lindy Lynch has entered. Guys, ready? All right, here we go. Spin the wheel. No more entries, Johnny. Spin that wheel. Let's pick a winner of tonight's prize. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Slowing down. Winner is Metal Metal Mike fifty-one fifty. Wow! And Metal Mike says he uses those every day. Whoa! Very, nice. Very deserving. Talk about t- talk about a great prize for you, brother. Congratulations, man.
2: Man, you have an extra extra. Uh, how many are in here? He's got six. Six. You have an almost an extra week. Very cool, picks. brother.
1: Very cool. Nice. Congrats, Metal Mike 5150. Well done,
0: brother. You can get the whole thing on your mic stand, set them all Metal up, Mike throw them out at the crowd, play a couple riffs, riffs, grab one, play a riff, Got throw me. it out to the crowd.
1: Are you injured from a pick in your eye thrown at a concert? You deserve a cash award for your pain and suffering. The officers of bind them, bend them, and bang them. We'll get you the cash award you deserve <laughs> for that guitar player's negligence and the cause of your eye injury. Thank you, Black Salami.
0: All right, fellas, I'm going home. With who? Good night, everybody.
1: Thank you, guys, <laughs> Thank for you. having me on. Ladies and gentlemen, Dane Zimmerman of Zim's Guitars in Arizona. Pop over and visit, Dane, if you're ever in Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, East Phoenix. inside of Phoenix. Inside of Gene Grey, Phoenix. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thank you, Dane. Bye, Dan. And, of course, let's give thanks to our audience, our beloved audience who has the time to leave comments on the video, smash the like button, and, of course, leave reviews on Google. We love that. Mention Talking Guitars and 80s Metal Live. Tell your friends. Waste their time, too. (laughs) Ha-ha!
2: Very important. Yeah. Very, very important. Please. Please leave some reviews. On Google, just just Google Johnny Bean TV, and there'll be a review section.
1: What Very else easy. we got, Johnny? Anything else?
2: Uh, I will be live tomorrow doing uh, talking Van Halen on Twitch. I've got some Van Halen stuff uh, to talk about. Very exciting!
1: Cool. We do love Van Halen here on the channel. Yes.
2: So join me, 8 p.m. Eastern, tomorrow night. Please. Uh, And Metal Metal Mike, send me uh, a message. You can text uh, uh, this phone number right here. Let me know where to send those. I'll send them out tomorrow.
1: Yeah. What else we got? Anyone else in the chat want to bring anything up? (laughs) Yeah, Mancuda, your show sucks. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Leave a review. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but when you when you use the, the, the line, the show sucks, make sure to put Mancuda's name. Yeah, in make
1: sure, make sure to blame me for all this shit. So absolutely. Renus wants to talk about fur burgers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that says it all. I'd rather go out and get a fur burger. Okay, I think we're good. Johnny, let's give thanks to our channel members because we love our audience. We really do. We don't take you for granted. Make no yeah, mistake. Like other we channels. I'm grateful that you guys spend your time here. Let's thank David Allen Wright, Mike Neese, Keenan Neighbors, Paul Martin Woods, Mr. Mick, Bubby Dukakis, Smallmouth Guy, Lawrence Christensen Symmetry, Majestic PB and J Cat, Warlag, Sherman Callahan, James 5150. James Gum, Wayno, Thomas Santiago, Vinyl Freak 5150, Dan Halen, James G, Music Therapy Laz, Andy Carson, Rick Green, The Chad, Christopher Live Sawa, All Dave, All Night, Murph Murphy, Steve Barton, Fernando Riley, Laguna Palms, Robot Master Switch, R2R3, Locking Nuts 6, Chicks 71, John Marana, Hillary Lewis, Jeff T, 5150 TV, Kurt 5150, KXM Rock, Arhab, Stephen Franklin, Carol Hatches, Sean Shreds, Margaret Scranton, Michael the Captain Smith, Jesus rapes me. Nicole like Brian Spalding, false flag. Go, BC Rich, Hugh Caldwell, Jim Nicholas, Mr. BHB Jr. That's Bruce, Thomas Santiago, Lenny Lou, and my little geriatric sex kid, Mary. Feel better, Lenny Lou. Bo Zeke, Steve Carmichael, Michael, and of course, thank you everyone for wishes for Mama Mancuda's tummy ache today to get better, and everyone who was wishing Neander Paul. The great Neanderthal, my buddy Neanderthal, my partner on air Neanderthal to get better from whatever is ailing him today. We love you. We miss you, brother. And thank you, Dane Zimmerman and Johnny Bean and all of our sponsors. But most importantly, thank you in our audience because we appreciate and love you. Remember, it is nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Be nice to each other out there.
2: Yeah, be nice to us, please.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And thank you to Robert
2: Stoltz, Robert Stoltz, and Flying
1: Pickle. Thank you, Robert Stoltz, and Flying Pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah. And and don't forget, tune in tomorrow night talking Van Halen on Twitch.
1: Absolutely.
2: The only Van Halen show on Twitch. That matters. Yes. (laughs) All right. Are we good? We're good.
1: we love, love you. you. Thank all. you, Lindy, for being so sexy and being in our audience. Thank you. <laughs> now nah, we really do love you all. We really do appreciate you all. Thank you all so much. Hit the like button on your way out. Leave comments on the video. Check out those American Idol videos I told you about, and check out American Slang's new single coming out on Friday. Let us know what you think. I'm very big on American Slang. You guys know that. Okay. Love you all. Rock on, everybody. A very disappointing show, John. You've embarrassed the family once again. Terrible. Just terrible. Thanks, Mom.
3: Oh...